Good morning and welcome to Pillar Talk. This is episode 21 here in the, the Brain Jerk Studios. We got Andy Ruman in here from Freshwater Finds. What's up, Andy? <laughs> nice to meet you, bro. <laughs> yeah, nice to be here. Thanks. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us how you got started in doing this. And Sure. Yeah, so um, I've been diving for about 10 years. Um, I actually got certified down at Aqua Hut here on uh, Secor, somewhere around here down in Toledo. Um, definitely a great group of guys down there. But, um, yeah, so about 10 Christmases ago, my dad gave me some scuba diving lessons, and my dad's been diving for about 20 years. So um, He's a vet. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we, um, I've been certified for 10 years. My dad and I, I was working through nursing school and stuff, so I didn't get to dive a whole lot uh, when I was just starting out. But uh, it seems like the last few years we've been diving quite a bit. And um, so I always find stuff when I dive. I don't know. My dad says I just have an eye for it. You know, he'll... he'll um, Something out of the ordinary, you can just I grab just, some Yeah, shit. I just yeah. see, you know, stuff that he he doesn't see a lot. And so... So my full-time job, I'm a nurse, right? I'm a registered nurse. and um, That's awesome. Yeah, I work in dialysis. And so I see the same patients every other day, and I see them, you know, pretty frequently. And I always tell them, you know, hey, I'm going diving this weekend. Or I volunteer down at the Toledo Zoo, uh, and, and I clean out the shark tanks and stuff too. So That's fucking sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So um, That's awesome. <laughs> the patients are always wanting to see or always wanting to talk about, like, hey, are you diving this weekend? What's it like down there? I'm scared of the water. And so – my daughter and I kind of sat down and with me finding all these, all this stuff, every time I go out, I mean, I, I find the craziest stuff. And so Any um, money, I've, I find money, not a lot of money, but, um, yeah, Nelson Ledge Quarry park. I was down there uh, a couple of months ago and I found a couple $20 bills just, you know, just floating in the water. Kind of laying out <laughs> like, I'm like oh, there's 20, there's 20. Yeah. So I like finding money cause there's no ties to anybody. So I get to keep that, you know, and it costs me roughly 10 bucks a dive uh, just for the air. And then my time, you know, you, right. you, can't, yeah. you can't put your. So we were just having fun down at Nelson Ledge Quarry Park. And I found, uh, what did I find? An iPhone uh, XR. I found a guy's wallet. I found uh, Apple Watch 5. I found the owner Holy of the shit. Apple Watch. So, yeah, if I, that kind of stuff, I feel obligated, you know, like I try to always return gopros iphones uh wallets anything i find a value that is tied to somebody yeah because that wallet you know you got your cards in there your yeah. fucking id no, you don't yeah. want to go pay 25 dollars, <laughs> especially with the the world like it is right, right now you can't get your id for three years so i always <laughs> i always try to get that stuff back right but when i find money it's like you know who's gonna ain't be? nobody's <laughs> name on it this is just thomas jefferson i don't yeah. know what you <laughs> yeah so I, I found change i find a lot of change i found handfuls of dollar bills and and a few 20 bucks or a few 20 dollar bills so did you originally start doing it because you just like the nature you like the underwater scene you like what's going on under there so actually um i was scrolling through facebook one day and a video popped up of a guy on YouTube and I started watching it and I, I, I could see through his mask what I see when I dive and he has almost 15 million subscribers. Right. And I don't really know about you. The fossil guy, the, the one that finds the fossils in the rivers and shit. This one's D all my D. 
he does all sorts of stuff. Oh no, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just I, I was just scrolling through, and you know I'm 44 years old, so YouTube and all that stuff was like I'm not really. You were already an adult before yeah, it yeah, came before out like the, that. Yeah, yeah. No, the internet really came out. So, um, so I just happened to be scrolling through. I saw this, and I was like, this many people really like watching it. And I was, you know, I watched, and I was like, it's pretty cool. So. I always find stuff like he finds stuff, and um, I thought, well, let me get a go, you know, let me mount my GoPro on my mask. So I did that, and uh, I started at the beginning of summer. I th- I want to say it was like April or May when I'm, when Raina and I, my daughter, kind of sat down and we're like, all right, let's let's get this together. So you had to get her. Uh- Social media expertise in there. <laughs> so she she did a little bit of uh, videoing when she was a ki- when she was younger, and uh, she you know did a little YouTube and stuff. So she was more familiar with that stuff. And like I do a lot of stuff, and I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. So I work a full time job. I dive. Uh, I I I teach uh, at the community college at Mineral County Community College. I teach in nursing lab. So. Uh, that's just my part-time gig. And then, um, I try to dive two or three times a week. And then I also volunteer down at the Toledo zoo. So, and I have four children and I've been married for 21 years. So like, that's, that's have, a whole nother yeah. thing that you got to do. You know, you got a whole family life. So I have know? a whole life too. So to try to balance everything and try to get everything in, I, I sat down with Raina and was like, look, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make these videos and I'll pay you to, like I'll record the videos and for you to cut them. So, um, Edit them, throw and, them yeah, trying yeah. to take them down to like, you know, cause my dives will be anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. And nobody wants to sit and watch an hour and a half long video. of somebody <laughs> scuba diving. Like, yeah. And sometimes you, you, you lose your mask on. You're like, Bruh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. All sorts of weird stuff. So, so she cuts them down to try to make them anywhere between seven and 10 minutes where somebody can sit and you're waiting for your doctor's appointment. You can watch a quick video or something like yeah, that. So we, we try to keep them a little bit shorter. Sometimes uh, the content, they've been a little bit longer and, but, um, yeah, so after, like, what, four or five months of, of doing this, we've got, like, 500 YouTube <gasps> subscribers, which I think is pretty cool. Like, so we're trying to hit the 1,000-person thousand, the thousand mark. But um, That would be dope. Yeah, it's cool. I mean. Um, You're going to get it, though, because every, I mean, people like watching what they can't do. Like, some people don't want to do it because they're too scared, like you were saying. Yeah. And that's a, it's a really cool job. It, that'd be fun to do. Like you're, you're not even working yeah. when you're doing it. You, no, you know, you're just hey, doing what you, you love. You now have five hundred and eleven. Oh, cool. We just subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's. Do you find fossils or anything like that? Like I haven't really. Uh, you know, I've just. Um, you just haven't been, been researching the fossils. You probably missed a ton of them. There's like horse teeth. I'd love to find some megalodon teeth. So a, a guy that fills my tanks in Monroe, he, uh, his name's Rich, and he runs Divers Inc. out of Ann Arbor. And um, so I take my tanks over there. He fills them up for me. So Rich posted on his Instagram these these megalodon teeth, and yep. he had them compared to a $5 bill. And I'm telling you, these, oh, they're huge. these, these yeah. things are this big. And I was like, Rich, you know, my son's six. Hudson's six years old, and he loves dinosaurs, all things sharks. And I'm like, I got to get one of those teeth. Where can I go? So um, possibly next year we're going to go with East Coast. He said he goes in a river and um, it's south, north or South Carolina, somewhere around there. And um, he finds these these huge, I mean, ginormous yeah. megalodon teeth. The, but, the, those are worth a lot of money. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh. I Actually, though, like uh, if you got a full skull of like 
let's say, if you got a fossilized skull of a horse that they used way back, you know, like it would have been before civilization ever even started. If you were to find like a fossilized full skull, you would you would be a millionaire. You really? Would, yeah. But like the Everglades, there a lot of that shit is unchartered. And I mean, it's probably a little bit dangerous, but there's a lot of good shit in the creeks. And pro- <laughs> probably, probably yeah. a little bit dangerous. Yeah, I mean, you might get eaten by a crocodile, but a if dinosaur, you find a fucking tooth, dude, <laughs> a dinosaur may eat you. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, I'm not too worried about sharks. I mean, I deal with plenty of sharks. Um, alligators, I haven't really been in the water with them, and I don't know how I'd feel about that. Yeah, they're not. They're <laughs> see, like uh, alligators in Brazil. And stuff like that, where the tribes live on the water, you know, the water is their main source. Yeah. They they have records of alligators stalking people, doing their laundry and getting water and shit like that. And then they come up and just grab them. Yeah. Like, hey, these these are the easiest animal to pull in the water. <laughs> I'm going to eat these motherfuckers, you know. But I, I don't know about a scuba diver. I don't, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know I how they like would feel about that. Sharks almost don't know what to do because they're not used to they're prey being that like you, you yeah. Know? They're used to you're huge top eaters, you know. That's what I've heard from like the Discovery Channel and some stuff like that. And even alligators are almost the same way. I actually heard if you're gonna fight an alligator, you want to go under the water, really, because then it, it startles it. Like, whoa, what what the hell's going on here? Because yeah. it's used to humans being above water and running away. Right. Okay. I I can see that. Oh, no, I wouldn't fucking even take the chance. But no, I don't, I don't. your best bet's the East Coast, dude. <laughs> don't die. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna mess with shark or uh, alligators. I don't think so. I've always wanted to catch one, but I got crippled recently, so I don't. I don't think I can do it. No, my 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 brother Mike wrestled an alligator down in. I don't know if he was down in Florida. He put a YouTube video up of him going to one of those alligator farms and wrestling. With oh, really? Him. Yeah, goofball. He's got all his limbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That, what, what got you started in the diving? Your dad was doing it? And... Yeah, so, um, I mean, I've been snorkeling my whole life, you know, and snorkeling and diving aren't, aren't too terribly different other than the fact that... Um, you can breathe in more? Yeah, you can breathe <laughs> in the water, you yeah. know, like when I'm snorkeling, and I do that a lot too, and like if I just don't feel like taking my tank, or if we're just going to the beach. We use White Star Quarry a lot. It's nice, clean water down there, and they got a nice little beach. Um, we'll yeah, just take my our, uncle goes there. We'll just take our snorkeling stuff. And so I've been, I mean, I've been snorkeling. I remember going to Wamplers. I mean, we spent my childhood at Wamplers, like, you know, camping out. And so my dad got me in as probably five or six years old. I remember just, you know, being able to see underwater, and it was so cool. And then... You know, when you're swimming in, you know, you're in 20-foot deep water, but you can see the bottom, and so you take a deep breath and you go down, and, you know, you find a little, you know, maybe you found a dollar bill or maybe you found a necklace or something, and so... And you're like, shit, I can do this. Yeah, it's pretty cool, cool yeah. you know, and uh, just being down there, and, and even just, I love turtles and fish, and so even just being in their environment... Yeah, I'm a fan of, of that, too. I like the aquatic, everything aquatic. That's what he was excited. He goes, I'm a nature guy, too. This is going to be a great conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so it's cool. I went diving. I had some goggles on in the Corey in Monroe, the one on Dunbar. Yeah, yeah. And I just I was going under there. I was using the rocks to push under until my ears popped. And yeah. then I'd come up. 
I was going under, and I seen a fucking carp that was as big as me, dude. And I, I never went under there again. No, it's not going to hurt you. Yeah, no, but I seen it, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? And I came to the top, and I was like, bro, there's a six-foot something down there. I'm done. My friends put the goggles on and found out it was a carp. But I was like, I'm good, dude. <laughs> if it can't eat me, I don't care. It might eat me. Yeah, Mineral Quarry is pretty much my go-to because I'm, I'm five minutes from there. Oh, yeah. And, um... I know the owner of the quarry, so he lets me go in there. You know, it's a private quarry, so you're not supposed to be in there. But all summer long, kids are jumping in and losing stuff. I mean, yep. I probably fished probably a dozen Apple Watches out of there. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, a few iPhones, a couple of GoPros, cash, jewelry, sunglasses. What, are they on the ledge? They're not at the bottom, are They're they? They're at the bottom, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, these, these people, they jump off. You know, there's a 20, 25-foot drop that they're jumping, and I don't know why people jump in with their sunglasses on, but, yeah. you know, or whatever. And as soon as those Apple Watches, those bands, I mean, I don't have one. But those bands, they seem... But you found a million. Find a so. million. Yeah, I find them all the bands the suck. They do, well, they do when you hit the water like that. At that velocity, I think they're just popping the bands. And so when I find, you know, I'll just be swimming along. And, and I'll the fours and the fives, the series fours and fives, all work like 20 feet down. The threes, depending on how long they've been down there, um, if they've been down there like a week or even more than a week, then they're probably not going to work. But the uh, the newer ones, yeah, I'll take them home and I'll charge them up. That was a whole other deal. So I found out this the hard way. So my wife has an Apple Watch and she has a charger. So I take these watches home and and some of them would turn on and some of them wouldn't. And I tr- I throw them on the charger and then they pop up. So anybody that has a cell phone that turns on their location, they find them where their watch. All of a sudden their watch will start pinging. I was having these people show up to my house. Like carloads of people, hey, you got my watch. You got my watch. My phone says my watch is here and showing me their cell phones. And uh, that happened on a Sunday night about nine o'clock. My wife, somebody's banging on my door, you know. And then um, I was at work one day. Don't and, charge them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so here's what I learned: uh, a pretty important lesson. Like I always give that stuff back to the people. All right, that's the right thing to do. So I tell them like, hey, you know. <clears throat> I had a bag full. I probably had eight or nine watches in this bag. I said, which one's yours? He picked it out. I said, put in the code so you can unlock it for me so I know that it's yours and take it. You know, like I tell them, like, I'm not trying to keep your stuff. I just found it at the quarry. Um, But I I learned an important lesson. So from here on out, any watches that I find, I charge them on my way to work. So when location pops (laughs) up. Come and find me, motherfucker. <laughs> so I'm on my way. I'm on I-75 in between Monroe and Riverview. And as long as I know it'll charge up. And then I try to see, is there any identifying information? So is there a picture that I can post on my site and say, hey, yeah. does anybody know this person? The, actually, the last watch that I found was at that Nelson Ledge uh, Corey Park there. Her watch, um, when I charged it, it said, this watch is lost. Please call. So I texted her on my break, and I said, hey, I found something yesterday while I was scuba diving. And she's like, you found my watch? I said, yep. She was like, where did you find it? I was like, where did you lose it? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, she came from, like, Sandusky. She was she lived in Sandusky because um, that Nelson Ledge Quarry Park was, like, three hours away. And, um, yeah, so I gave it back to her, you know, and, and some people yeah, get Yeah, you're not looking to keep this shit or nothing no, no, no. yeah no yeah i'm not looking to have a motherfucker show up at your house at nine o'clock yeah That's that, wasn't, weird. that wasn't too cool so he, he you know they didn't mean anything by it um and they weren't uh 
they weren't they weren't uh, rude. They jumped in a quarry and lost that shit. Yeah, you, I mean, know? you know, they know where they know where they lost it. But um, yeah, I give everything back. So I probably return maybe seven or eight watches over the summer, uh, a couple of phones, a GoPro. I still have a GoPro that I'm really trying to find. This little girl, she's probably a teenager. Um, my wife looked through her stuff on our memory card, and um, it's one of these GoPro sessions, which I, I never had. Um, but it was a, a teenage girl, and it looked like she had been on vacation, and it looked like probably a year's worth of memories for her. So I've posted her picture a few times on my site. Anybody know her? She's got to be around, you know. Somebody's right. got to notice or recognize her. So we we posted a few different pictures, but uh, still haven't haven't found her yet. So I still have her stuff. I'm still keeping her memory cards. Still have her GoPro. So if you know one of these days she gets a hold of me, you know I like to give that back to her. So that's cool. That's, that's really cool. that's that's more important than the actual. Yeah. Just get, the, memories, get yeah. the memories back. You know, I don't know. Maybe she downloaded them. Maybe they're on her computer or whatnot. But um, if not, you know, that's that's a year's worth of stuff for her. It was my wife said it was from snowmobiling to jumping in the quarry. So it's all it covered all the different seasons. She was somewhere with palm trees. You know, so she was mm-hmm. on vacation probably with her family. So um, yeah, I'd like to get that back to her. Or right. the reason why she's not answering is because she's all uh, she yeah. lives in the palm trees maybe you know, know palm trees around here man <laughs> <laughs> no no um that's who, cool who though so yeah i've been doing you know i've been trying to to get that stuff back and um i don't know i feel like that's important to to get people their stuff back and then if i can't you know i sell it you know i'm not gonna lie like if uh if i have an apple watch that i haven't found the owner for in three months like i'll sell that stuff on ebay for parts Sometimes okay. I have five. I think I have five watches at home. They're like all series two or threes. None of them work. Um, so there's no way I'd ever find out whose they are. I don't know what to do with them. I mean, I don't know if I throw them on eBay for fifty bucks for parts or if I can donate them to somebody. I have a whole bunch of prescription glasses right now, and um, I asked last week, does anybody have any idea where I can donate this stuff? So I think I'm going to donate it to a local charity in Monroe. Uh, I got. Probably thirty pair of prescription glasses, probably Ooh. sixty pair of uh, sunglasses, and I mean, I don't have any need for this stuff. Do so. you ever hit like the the rivers where they all canoe down and shit like that? You could find yep. boatloads of shit. It's it's you know it, it's just hard to to like I've been up to the Huron River a couple of times in Ann Arbor Argyle Park. Um, I think we got another video coming up. Uh, I found a girl's. Um, I found one of the students' uh, cell phones, and her student ID was on the back of the phone. And it was um, really easy to find. Yeah, her, so yeah. They, you know, I left it with Raina that day. Uh, on my way home, she messaged me and said, "Hey, you found my cell phone?" And I said, "Yeah, my daughter's got it. You know, here's her here's her number." Um, so she was able to pick it up, and then a couple of days later, she said, "Yeah, her cell phone still works." So that's pretty cool to give that back to her. Yeah, that's um, good. It's, it's hard. A lot of people, you know, and there's been people that have called me out to find stuff that I, I just can't. Oh, you, you can't know? find it. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a guy in Monroe that um, he lost a couple pair of prescription glasses, uh, regular glasses at his house. He's got this huge pond in his backyard. So I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be real easy. So I went over there. He wasn't too far away from me. Took my metal detector. Well, he's got like a clay bottom to his pond. So once I got about six feet down, it was like diving in milk. Oh, no, yeah. No visibility whatsoever. So I was down at the bottom of this cold, you know, it was about 20 feet deep, but it got really cold. So I'm down there with my metal detector in the basically blind, 
even with my flashlight, I wouldn't see anything. And I'm just going back and forth after about two and a half hours. I said, look, I'm sorry. I can't find it. Um, and somebody else called me out to Heath beach. Uh, a guy lost a ring out there. I've spent probably five or six hours out there looking for that guy's ring. I haven't found it. I don't think I'm going to find it. It just depends the bottom. Sandy I'll, bottom out there. He's beach. It's not a sand. It's a, it's more of a muck. Oh, so it's like a, a shit bottom. It's yeah. like a spongy. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure the ring, you know, he's in the picture. weeds, buddy. <laughs> it dropped, it dropped down in that muck. And I think it's beyond my metal detecting capabilities. I don't know how, how deep my metal detector goes, but, um, like we went out there me and my dad went out there about a, about a month ago. My dad said, I'm not getting in. That's too gross. So I got in, I was in there for about four hours and I know the area where he lost the ring. I took my metal detector back and forth in, uh, I'm telling you, three to four hours in cold water trying to find this guy's ring, and I, I couldn't find it. Yeah. Um, you know, it sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. Like, it, You lost it anyway. Yeah, you know? I mean, it was lost in, you know, I just I'm your bad. last hope. <laughs> yeah, right, and I, I, I felt bad that I couldn't. Um, but I, I've had some really cool stories, too. You know, we were, we were camping this summer up north, and um, this doesn't have anything to do with me. But um, we were on the beach over at Vans Beach in Leland, and um, we we were kind of just eating lunch. And my wife said, Andy, I think that girl just lost her wedding ring. So I looked over, and this lady's in the water, and she's just, like, got her hands on her head, and her husband's, like, Going through heck? a crisis, yeah. yeah. And so I grabbed my face mask, and um, I told my wife, I said, why don't you run in the car and get my metal detector? And uh, so I, I jumped in right away, and... Um, so 45 minutes later, my wife jumped in, Raina jumped in, Raina comes up with a ring without a metal detector. She sees this ring, and, and I'm telling you, like, the waves started picking up. It seemed like it was going to be Unfindable, not, a, not, yeah. not an option. Like, we weren't going to find this thing. So come to find out, she is a district attorney north of Detroit. She says, uh, she sends me a message and says, hey, my friend is uh, a news reporter on Channel 2 News. She wants to interview you. So, um, so yeah, we get on the news. It was just kind of – it was pretty cool. I mean, they really shot out our Facebook – like, we kind of started this as, like, a YouTube channel. And um, so, like I mentioned, my brother Mike does uh, web design. He, he, he does all sorts of things on the Internet. And he said, look, you got to change your focus, like – you can't just have it as a channel because that channel doesn't belong to you. That name doesn't belong to you. YouTube can come around anytime. Like I don't pay any fees. I don't have any ownership in YouTube. So YouTube, for whatever reason, can cancel your channel, can can drop a video. So I bought freshwaterfinds.com and that's what Raina when she gets out of school this uh this winter break is gonna be really trying to work on revamping the site. And we have some ideas of where to go, like you know, in the summertime, we like to take the kids to the beach. And it's really, really hard to find good, clean water in a nice sandy beach. Right. We like to go to Wamplers, but the geese have ruined that place. Yep. I mean, when you go to the beach, it's goose turds everywhere yep. you go. From your car all the way to the beach. And when they till that beach in, they're just tilling goose crap in. So you want your kids playing in that stuff? I mean, yeah. the water's awesome. Like the water is beautiful, but so that that's you know it's tough. It, you got to make a choice. Do you want to play? You want your kids playing in goose poop, or do you want to swim in nice clean water? Um, the quarry's awesome. 
You know, Mineral Quarry is yep. awesome. It's beautiful. It's hard to get into. There's no public access. Yep. So unless you know somebody that lives on the quarry, which I do, and I know the owner of the quarry, um, you're not supposed to be there. Yep. I mean, kids do. And the owner of the quarry has told me, like, look, I don't care that kids come over here. I just wish they wouldn't trash the place because that's the thing. They do trash the fuck they, out of it. They trash it. And that's, that's horrible. I mean, when you look at it, like, um, I'm not a tree hugger, but I do love nature, and I that kind of makes me upset. That's pr- that, that, that's my view. I like the animals. I like I love an animal just as much as I love a human because <laughs> they're they're super cool when you're out in the woods and you see them. Right. My dad is is the nature guy. He likes like one time he just walked through the woods. We were camping one time in a and a mom and two uh, Bambies came up to him, and he like t- he's like, I could touch them, dude, but I was too scared to. And I was like, why are you taking a picture? He had a little Polaroid. It was like 2008 or nine, you know? Yeah. He had a Polaroid, and he's like, I didn't want to scare them. They was, it was so beautiful. <laughs> so that's what, you know, me and my dad, we dive a lot, and that's that's my dad. My dad loved. I mean, we um, – so technically, when you when you scuba dive, you're supposed to have a buddy, right? You're supposed to have somebody that watches your back, just in case, just yeah. in case something happens. Well, I mean, I've been diving long enough. My dad's been diving. I I solo dive a lot. I don't really dive too terribly deep when I'm solo diving. Usually, maybe thirty feet, thirty forty feet is my limit. I can I feel pretty good. I can ditch my weights. I can get out of the water if all of a sudden my regulator something acts up. I run out of air or whatnot, you know, just if, if there's a problem, I can get out at that depth. Have you had any hairy shit happen? Uh, I did a, I did a boneheaded move one time. Yeah. My dad and I went out and he gave me a tank right before I had my own tanks. He, he gave me a tank. I didn't check the tank before I got in. So I got down about 50 feet and all of a sudden it was really hard to get any air. And I was like, what the heck? I'm looking around, like, what's going on? I grabbed my gauges, and here I'm on zero. So I was like, crap, my dad gave me an empty tank, but that's my fault. Right. So you live and you learn. And fortunately, you know, that was a learning moment for me. Every time I, I put my air on. You double check. check, yeah. You know, like, I got 3,000 pounds, or I got north of, as long as you got, you know, 2,000 to 3,000 pounds. How long good. can you dive with 2,000, 2,000? It depends. Um so if I'm in the quarry at a pretty shallow depth, around 20 to 30 feet, I can stay in there about an hour and a half. Um, actually, Wednesday, I think we're going down to White Star. Um, we'll be down maybe 40, 50 feet, maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Depends. Okay. So just about enough. You know, this time of the year, you're starting to get cold. About 45 minutes, you're like, all right, it's time to get out anyway. So it's oh, just... So it's- yeah, it's just a long, just long enough for you to be down there, and it's like, all right, I'm I'm chilly. Time to get out anyway. So, um, but yeah, in the summertime when I go, like uh, there'd be a lot of times, I'll jump in and I'll just kind of make a, just kind of like a, a scavenger hunt where all the kids have jumped in for the last week. I'll jump in and see what they dropped, and I'll pick it up. And so I'm in there usually an hour and a half. You should do the Asaba River. Up there in uh, Glenny, like well, it's it's everywhere up there. But we did, um, we did a river. So my family, when we were camping up there uh, this year, my family rented some tubes, and so instead of tubes, I just I just grabbed my snorkeling stuff and I found a pair of polarized Ray Bands. In the uh, Asabo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, yeah, there's, I mean, you know, when people tip their kayaks and canoes yeah. and stuff, they're losing, I mean, phones and all I've that stuff. I've lost so much shit on the Asabo. Have you? Yeah, but have you ever seen, because 
I can, it's so clear. Some of the bends, it gets real deep. You can see brown trout laying on the bottom, oh, just really? sitting right there. Yeah, have you ever seen anything cool like that? Um, so I mean, I, I've seen lots of cool stuff on all sorts of fish, um, turtles. Let's see, what recently have I seen? You ever heard of a mud puppy? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I call He's him. got some in his basement. Oh really? Yeah, about <laughs> seven of them. They don't call them mud puppies; they're axolotls. But yeah. same. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, a mud puppy's just a salamander from around here that yeah. went to the lake instead of the land. Yep. You know. So I I found one up at a Wampler's. I know where he lives, and uh, so I picked him up this year. If you one of my videos, I have uh, I have a, a nice video of me grabbing a hold of him, and then I let him go back to where he was, you know, where he was at. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Those yeah. are those are things like you know, I tell my patients like, yeah, I saw a saw a mud puppy this weekend. And like, what? You can go out puppy? to Lake Erie and find a lot of those. They were well, scraping them yep. up in nets. Really? Yep. One one year they tons of them washed up on the shore. I was growing up. I was probably 17, 18. All it is, all it is is like a, it would be kind of like a t- tiger salamander that realizes, I don't want to be on the land. I want to go deeper. Yeah. And then they just go sit at the, and they just, they evolve and get bigger. His are axolotls. They're Mexican cave salamanders is kind of what they are. All right. But what it is, is those salamanders, wherever they're indigenous to the, down, down there, they went into a cave that nobody can get into. It's just water in the cave. That's all they do. They, so they can't even see or nothing like that. Wow. The evolution changes. It's it's weird. Because, like, if there's a pond, like, we, we where my dad hunts, there's a pond, and it's an amphibian pond. There's It's 100% ran by amphibians. There's no fish in it. It's in the middle of the woods. And you go in there, you can find foot-and-a-half fucking mud puppies. Just, oh, wow. I'm a... I'm a salamander. I'm a critter catcher. I like frogs, salamanders. Yeah. I like all that weird shit. So at Wampler's, uh, when, last Wednesday we dove out there. Um, I'm telling you, man, I, I saw this bullfrog just off the beach. This thing was this big. I mean, I swam up on him, and I was like, holy crap. That thing could eat me. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. And by the time, so I... I wasn't sure if I had my GoPro on, so I clicked and I heard I shut it off, so I clicked it back on, and then by that time, kind of like the the dirt was kind of catching up right. to me, and uh, so I reached down to grab him, and he 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 lunged so fast. I mean, his legs were that long. Oh yeah. And I turned around and I couldn't find him. Like yeah, we got gone. Michigan's got some of the best uh, amphibians. They because of the how rich the ground is and how good it is. The winter is actually good for the ground. They just those amphibians just bury themselves in the dirt. You yeah, know? I was surprised to see them out. I figured they'd be they'd be hibernating or something. That, now. They should be. <laughs> <laughs> they should be. They yeah. shouldn't be out. But so that was pretty cool to see. I mean, um, so me, my dad, and my brothers. I got two brothers that are both certified divers. We went to Bonaire last year, um, right before Christmas. We spent a week on Bonaire. So it's down by Aruba, Curacao, and Bonaire, the ABC Islands. And I'm telling you. I would live there in a heartbeat. Like if I told my wife, if something happens to you, I'm gone. Like I'm going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm later. Moving, I'm moving to Bonaire. Like it was, and we haven't put a video out and it'll probably be a, a lengthy video because like just off the shore, anywhere you walked in, um, you were on a reef, octopus, stingrays. Oh, I mean, that's so sweet. Anything that you can think of 
it was it was right there, and and the whole island was was surrounded by a reef. So oh. the weird thing about Bonaire <laughs> was like um, they can actually put you in jail if you wore gloves on. Like you couldn't you you weren't allowed to wear gloves because they're so protective of the reef. They don't want you touching anything. Mm. So when you have gloves on, it's kind of like oh, I got balls of steel. Like I can do anything, you know. And so without having gloves there's on, there's a lot of poisonous shit in there, dude. Yeah. So <laughs> well, the corals, the corals alone are they're, are they're sharp. poisonous and sharp yeah, and shit. Some of them are weird. Yeah. So you know, that's get that's a little tingle. De- yeah, that's how to deter you from you know touching stuff. So that was kind of unique for us. We did a couple of night dives, and um, I'm telling you, the cool we saw some of the coolest stuff. So it comes alive at night. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, we took some uh, just off. They have a salt pier there, and. I mean, it's just it's just so cool. Sea turtles galore. Ooh. I mean, and I petting, you know, I'm petting yeah. the turtles and stuff. And these these things are just, you know, and you so. could ride on the back of those. They're oh huge, yeah, they're dude. huge. So yeah, we we just had a great time, and it was um. So anytime, like, I mean, it was a couple grand to get down there, you know, for a week. And uh, if I could take all my kids and my wife, uh, definitely do that. But you're looking at probably almost 20 grand for six yeah. people to go down there. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have that kind of money, but, um, maybe one day I get enough sponsors. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I grew up watching the national geographic. I, I didn't watch no cartoons. I watched everything. Like when Steve Irwin died, yeah, it yeah, hurt me. Yeah, it I hurt bet. me bad. Yeah. So, you know, it's so freak. I mean, you know, I got hit by a boat this summer. That was a oh shit. Yeah, I learned. <laughs> Are you okay? A, yeah, I learned, I learned a pretty important lesson. It was kind of uh, so. There's this guy who oh, I'm losing his name right now. He's he's out of Detroit, Grozeal. He um, he's like a producer, right? And so I remember I, I worked on a Saturday. I come home and and a, a few people had tagged me in his post. He was out on the river, Detroit River, Saturday night, and he jumped in and lost his glasses. So he's a, he's offering a $2,000 reward for his prescription glasses. So I'm like, and I'm in, you know, two grand for... Yeah. No what doubt. kind of glasses were they, dude? So, they, they, <laughs> no so he, he said they were sentimental because um, when, his, when he kind of got big, I guess he's got gold records and, oh, okay. like, you know, before he got big, he had these glasses. And so every picture that he's ever been in, he had these glasses on. Anytime he went to an award show, he had these glasses. So they weren't his good luck charm. That's what, yeah, that's what it was. And so, um, so I messaged him. I said, look, I'll dive anytime right now, tomorrow, like I'm good to go, but I don't have a boat. So I'd need somebody to take me out there. And so he said, yeah, if I can get you a, if I can get you a ride there, I got the coordinates, you know? So I'm thinking, man, it's going to be easy two grand pop in the water. Boom. There's the glasses and I'm out. Well, the weeds, I'm telling you, the weeds were like eight feet. Oh. I, I couldn't even get down to the bottom of the, uh, of the river. I mean, it was, it was clean. The, the river was clean, but, but you the could weeds, see, but the weeds were fucking overgrown. Were, yeah, yeah. That was like, it was like, they were eight feet deep and I was only in maybe 10, 12 foot of water but I couldn't even get down. They were thick as grass. I mean, so I, I hunted hoping that maybe the glasses fell off and maybe and got, got stuck. On top. Yeah. yeah, maybe got stuck in the weeds or something, and I'd still see them. All of a sudden, I, I mean, I was, I was probably maybe 30 or 40 yards away from the boat that I was in, and I didn't have a dive flag. But nobody was around me. You know, there was nobody jet skiing. There was nobody pulling a tube. There was nobody out there. All of a sudden... It was like, I don't remember, like, I just felt like this weird, like, 
ringing in my ears and I had my face mask came down. So I think the boat hit my GoPro and it, and it cut me. Yeah. Yeah. Knocked my, knocked my goggles down, knocked me out because I had my metal detector in my hand. I was like, what the heck? I mean, I'm lucky to be alive, really. Uh, I got back to the boat, and she's like, oh, they're like, oh, my God, did that boat just hit you? I got blood coming down my face, and my God, I'm like, I saw my GoPro was gone. I asked her, I said, did I, did I give you my metal detector? She said no, so I lost my metal detector, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, here is supposed to be an easy two grand, yep. you know, pop in and you grab this guy's glasses. I got hit by a boat. So I learned, you know, I'm fortunate to be to be alive from that, and um, I definitely it was a learning lesson. So from here on out, keep a dive flag. I keep a dive flag, yep. in within reason, right? So like when I go to the mineral quarry, there's no boats where I'm diving, so I'm not gonna take a flag because you you got to be careful with the flag too. Because if you go down thirty or forty feet, you got to remember you got thirty thirty or forty feet of rope tied to a flag that's gonna get hung up in trees, and you know so. Yeah. You know, it's not always just a, just a wide open spot. So I do take a flag with me now. Um, and I was, you know, I was, I was really lucky. Really was. Sure. They asked me that morning, the guy that was on the boat, he said, you got a flag? And I was like, I don't, I don't use any, I don't know. I never used a flag before. I don't, I mean, you know, when we got out there, I felt really safe. There was nobody around. But you use one now. I use one now. They got a picture of the boat that, that pulled the that was pulling the tube and he was cruising. I don't know if it was a jet boat or what. Why I didn't hear it because usually when you're underwater, sound travels like a lot of times. It travels far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll hear a jet ski and I'll look up and I'm thinking the guy's gonna be right on top of me and he's two football fields away. Oh really? I don't know why I didn't hear him, but um, good. What's the craziest thing you found? All right, so this um. It's probably been two or three years ago. It was about this time of the year, September, October. We were in the mineral quarry, my dad and I. And um, so we split up. My dad went right. I went left. I went towards where all the kids were jumping in. He went just to look for fish and stuff. Not too far after I got in the water, um, I noticed this truck. So it was like a, it's kind of like a blazer. It was upside down. And so I'm swimming up on the back of it. It still had the license plate on it, which is really weird. So it's not, it's not, um, it's not abnormal for when you go to a quarry, like we go to White Star, they bury a swing set. They bury, they bury a lot of things for divers. They've got old boats down there and, and they put things in there on purpose for divers to just get, you know, some experience, some, some yeah. views, you know? So, but they never leave a license plate on a car. And so I dropped down on this car. It was maybe, maybe twenty to thirty feet down. wasn't It wasn't very deep. It was just off the shore. And so I stood upside. I'm standing on this. This truck's upside down, and I'm standing on top of it. And I'm like, "Do I look inside?" And I didn't. I don't. I just. I'm, I'm glad I didn't because we got out of the water at different times and I waited for my dad to get out. And I said, Hey, did you see that truck down there? And he's like, yeah. I said, that was kind of weird. I said, did you look in there? He said, no. I said, it's kind of weird that it was, you know, the way that it was and that the license plate was still on it. I said, people don't, people don't put stuff in quarries like that. He said, maybe it was a stolen vehicle or something. So he, um, so my dad, he volunteers down at the jail. And um, so he went to the jail on Sunday 
And he told one of the sheriffs, hey, you might want to send the dive team in there. Sure enough, they pulled a guy out. No shit. Yeah. I remember that yeah. when, they, when they pulled the. So he had been missing since the November before, and we found him like in September or October of, of the following year. So he'd oh. been there almost a year. I'm I glad think. you didn't go look. Yeah, I mean, you know, but that's a thing like. My dad, it's funny, we were just talking about this yesterday, and my dad was with me, and we were talking about, you know, what if we would have looked in there, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean. That would have been, that'd have been, been weird. weird. Yeah, yeah that would have been weird. Um, but my buddy was there when they pulled when they pulled him out, and he's like, man, that was gross, because you got to figure he'd been down there almost a whole year. Yeah. And um, But I, I think that they determined that he was a 27, 28-year-old guy from from detroit who committed suicide and that was like just yeah. rode his fucking car in the quarry so i mean it was one thing it was it was kind of cool for his family to get closure because they never knew where he ended up what happened right. to him and so i mean um not not the outcome that they would have wanted i'm yeah. sure but at least they they kind of were able to uh, put that to rest so how the hell did he why did he come out to the quarry to do it i don't know? know you know but it was like that time of the year you know when he went in and He'd been missing in, since November. You know, if we – nobody would have ever found him, you know. Yeah. And, and so it took – like when his car entered the water and it and it filled up, it probably – the engine kind of pulled it down. And as, yeah. it, as it filled up with water, it just kind of drifted out, you know, away from shore. So you didn't see it from, from shore. But um, – so that's kind of the weirdest thing that um, that I've seen. Um, this summer I found – I found some uh, some live rounds of ammunition out at the state park. That was a pretty weird one. Oh, really? Yeah. I found That's a cool. tether not too long ago. I found a tether in the mineral quarry. So these people are d- ditching all this stuff in, in, in the quarry. And, uh, yeah, I'm finding found a bunch of burner phones out at, out at a quarry out of, off of uh, Dixie Highway. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that quarry. <laughs> that fence is uh, fell in though in that quarry. Yeah. It? Yeah. So I'm scared of that quarry to jump in because of that fence. Yeah. That grabbed up, you know, and it's not, it's not as clean as a mineral quarry for sure. Yeah. I probably won't go back out there. Um, was there good wildlife in there though? It seems like it's tucked away pretty good. Yeah. Um, and it's not very deep. I think that quarry is only maybe 40 feet deep. Oh no shit. Yeah. I went down to the bottom of there. The mineral quarry is, is pretty deep. I think it's 120 feet, Yeah, 120 feet, but, um, that's like, you know, over, I think, on the northwest side of the quarry, if you drop down there. I've been down 100 feet over there this summer. Oh, really? But, um, yeah, and it's funny, too, because, like, a lot of people will say, like, isn't it dark down there? And I'm like, it's es- There's no. excavators and shit down there because yeah. they just, when that starts filling up, they just leave them in and evacuate. So the story that I heard was that the quarry, they actually filled up, be- like, before they wanted it to. Yeah. Yeah, so it flooded. Yeah, and all the excavators and the dump yep, trucks and shit, they just got the fuck out of there and let it fill of, up. Yeah, yep. there's a lot of stuff down there that they didn't want to leave. My dad was actually a part of a, this was a long time ago, he uh, he went down and pulled one of the one of the old pumps out. So he was a group of divers that went in to try to salvage some stuff that, that they could still get out. But, yeah, there's still a lot of stuff down there that they just didn't want or isn't really worth trying to hassle with getting out. Yeah. Is it? That's just, I mean, you make so much money off of that rock and all that shit that you're pulling out of there. You, yeah. you, you can put a few fucking excavators down there, dude. Because <laughs> that's what, because my dad worked at the one out in, uh, close to Milan. He worked in that quarry out there as a side job when I was little. And he said, 
if it fills up, they just leave. Yeah. That's it. I Bye. mean, Corey's around here. I mean, that's the, that's the thing about like uh, freshwater finds is because like I dive in freshwater and I'm always finding stuff, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, around here, it's tough to find good, good water, really like clean, yeah, clean, good water. Like you go out to Lake Erie. I mean, it's disgusting. It's, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Most of the time, like they shut the beaches down in, in July when everybody wants to go out there because the, the algae, algae bloom, bloom yeah. and you know, it's, it's what about, uh, you have, you hit all the great lakes. I have not. I've been out in uh, Lake Michigan. I've been to superior. Um, but no, I, you know, it's, um, the, the more north you go, the colder it gets. Yeah, oh yeah. I don't have a dry suit, so I'm always diving in wetsuits. And um, so you feel it, you know, like I like the water. Like Wednesday when I was at Wampler's, it was 50 degrees. I only wore my three mil, so I way underdressed. Like that was uh, 45 minutes, and I felt like I was going to be a popsicle. Right. I mean, like I felt like my <laughs> you fingers. You got hypothermia? <laughs> I felt like my fingers were going to fall off. I told my dad, I'm like, man, I got to get out of here. It's, I'm freezing. But um, had I wore, like, my semi-dry, my 7-8, which they're harder to get on. They're harder to get on and off, but, you know, they're they're so much more thicker than a 3-mil. Yeah. But my 3-mil, I can move my arms, you know. It's easy. I can, I can get in and out of that thing real quick, so. Don't make that no, sound yeah, <laughs> when yeah. you move. You know, like, you feel like the, the like those semi-dry suits, you feel like that little kid on the Christmas story, the little like the little oh, guy that gets pushed over stay, and he's yeah. like, he can't get up because he's like, you know, stuck. That's how you feel. Like the, the thicker those suits are, like you can't, and I like to bend and move around and stuff. And it just, it's, it, it's just not good, but. Dude, in Irish Hills where Bomplers is, there's like 52 lakes around there. Oh yeah. There's you lots. could dive in a fucking million lakes over there. You can, but you know, a lot of those lakes are smaller lakes. A lot of those a lot lakes of private lakes and shit private. like that. Um, and a lot of boaters, you know, and a lot of jet skis ah, and stuff. you're right, because so. they all got jet skis. Yeah, so I try to, um, like right now is a good time to be up there. Because nobody's not, wanting not, to do it. Yeah, yeah, nobody's on there. Plus the water's colder, so it's usually cleaner. So we're my dad and I, we're still going to be diving a couple times a week, probably a couple times, I don't know, maybe four or five times a month. We'll probably still be diving. Uh, it sounds like the zoo is going to start opening up. So because um, for since COVID kind of hit, the zoo's kind of limited us as uh, as cleaning uh, divers to go in. So um, it sounds like I actually just signed up this morning for a dive uh, December thirteenth. I think it was, um, so we can get back in there and start and start cleaning those tanks out. Does so, the zoo supply you with tanks and shit yep, like that? Yep, okay, yeah. So I I I got a wet. I just leave my wetsuit there. I had to buy a wetsuit. Uh, go through their orientation. This has been I've been diving there for about four or five years. Um, it's awesome. You know, I was at work one day and my wife says, she sent me a text of a screenshot. Hey, the zoo's looking for volunteer scuba divers. I was like, that's awesome. So yeah, I, I, I emailed them. I think Jay is, uh, Jay Hemdall is the one that's in charge of the zoo. He messaged me back, said, Hey, we're going to have orientation, you know, end of the month. So I went down to orientation you have to complete so many dives, um, with somebody there, blah, 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 blah. And so now I've been diving there for. Do you get to you you swim with all the animals? They don't like cage them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's uh, so in the big tank. There's like 
there's eight or nine sharks in there. There's four, I think there's four black tip reef sharks that are always kind of, they're just kind of swimming around. Yeah, they're buzzing. And then there's two zebra sharks, and, and they'll run in. I mean, they're just goofy, goofy yeah. sharks, you know. They're cool and then looking, there's, too. There's like two or three littler sharks that are just kind of in the rocks, just kind of hanging out. I forget what those are called, but, um, yeah, so they don't, they can't segregate them or, you know, set them aside or anything right. when we go in there, so... Yeah, I you go in there with that big old spider crab. Clean that one out. That one, no. Uh, the that one, tank's barely big enough to fit a body. Yeah, right I don't know how they do. If they they might just take a brush in there. Right. The the two tanks that I've been in there are the one when you first walk in the turtle tank. So you got that giant sea turtle. No shit. Yeah, and there's hammerheads swimming around. I I love going in there. However, the turtle is kind of annoying because like he, he tries to bite you. No, not he has bit me, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something I felt something like pinch my butt, and I turned around. Hank's a dickhead, <laughs> dude. <laughs> no, but you know he he's kind of like a Labrador. He wants he to be wants pet. to be petted. He wants and so that's kind of cute, though. You know, it, it's cool, but after you know, like. I'm like, come on, man! I gotta get some work done here. You, you, you gotta clean that whole. Bring them treats, bro. Little sardines <laughs> in your pocket. So he, he, the turtles, awesome. I love turtles, and he's a big, you know, he's he's a massive. I think yeah, it's Tink. I think I think its name is Tink. But um, yeah, I'll stick his head out, and I'll I'll rub his head, and I'm like, all right. So I actually take, and I kind of set him aside, and then he just swims around and comes right back, and he tucks himself underneath, and he gets in between me and the rock. So I'm reaching around trying to trying to still clean, you know, <laughs> while this turtle's right here. So if you have two divers in there, one of the divers is going to take care of the turtle while the other one gets stuff done. Um, the, the hammerheads last... ain't aggressive or nothing? They don't even no, give a shit about don't... you, do nothing. they? No, there's nothing in there. Uh, there used to be an eel in there, um, and uh, I think the eel, something happened. He he passed away. So, um, but, yeah, there, Those are hard to, to keep alive. Yeah, he... They said he got some sort of bacterial infection. Yeah, that, that that's what it is. For something with them. That's why they live in like holes like their entire life. Yeah, but uh, when we were in Bon Air, man, you couldn't. Every time you turned around, you saw one of those guys, and and so um, they're fucking mean too. They're pretty cool. Those the the what are they the Monterey or Moray Moray yeah, yeah the Moray yeah they're, they're fucking mean oh, they and they get teeth. huge massive massive. So their teeth, their teeth are kind of angled to. Grab back in, it's grab. Yeah, so yep. so they get a hold of you. It's really hard to yeah, get out. Yeah, it's really hard to get out. Yep. But um, yeah, so I don't have to worry about that at the zoo. There's really nothing in there that. Uh, that's, that's really that's aggressive. Really gonna yeah. Hurt, you know. Are they domesticated? Kind Pretty of much, sort of. Like, yeah. You know, every once in a while I'll be down because they're I getting usually, hand fed. That that's the main reason why they're so nice is they're getting hand fed. They they know that. Oh, this dude's cleaning, yeah. but, you know, these motherfuckers feed me. Well, they you know? feed the sharks a couple times a day. They usually feed them in the morning and then at nighttime. And I've done feed shows at there where I feed the other fish. So that's kind of a cool deal where uh, you put the you put the face mask on where you can actually talk to the guests. So the guests can ask you questions like, what's your favorite fish? Or aren't you scared of sharks? Or, you know, and you can actually talk back and forth to them because you got a microphone in there. So that's that's pretty cool. Um but, uh, Do you yeah. clean the polar bear tank? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, they don't segregate him for that. No, I'm sure they. they I'm sure they. Uh, they get rid of the polar bears for that one. They got those little cages. They have dens that they. Uh, yeah. Yep. Like natural dens, and they just fucking gate that shit so, out. Yeah. So zoo's zoo's cool, but um, yeah, I like to do that more in the winter. So. I can, you know, dive. Those tanks are massive, though. The bigger the tank, the less you got to clean it, really. Yeah. No, it's, um, 
they they clean the uh, the Shark Tank. Every, I think it's a couple times a week, and then uh, the other one I think it's just once a week on Thursdays. So, um, oh damn, they still they they clean it a lot though. Oh yeah, they, that's a lot. Yeah, because like after yeah, it's, it's got to be, be crystal water. You can't yeah. because Christine. because after that week it'll be like a. Uh, uh, algae bloom. Everything gets algae bloom and gets foggy for yeah. a couple days. You don't want that for your guests. Yeah, you know, you're right. Sometimes people people go, are paying good money to yeah, fucking be there. Go down to the zoo once a year or something. See a foggy have. shark. Nobody wants to see that shit. So, yeah, it's cool though. Like, um, you know, and my son. So he's in first grade now. So he's in all day school. But a couple of years ago, my wife would just go down there with me, even in the winter. And I'd be diving, and they'd go to like the uh, reptile house, and they'd kind of go into the into the buildings where the reptile were. house is my home. Yeah. I love that place. <laughs> but they go on, you know, they stay warm and then they come in. Uh, it's cool. Cause like as, a, as a diver, you know, little kids don't really expect to see divers in there, you know? And sometimes you feel like you're the exhibit because the kids just want a picture with you or a fist mm-hmm. bump or a high five, you know? Yeah. So you feel like a little superstar when you're in there. Like, Watch out for the shark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll point them out too. Sometimes the shark will be swimming by and I'm like, Hey, check that out. You know? And they're just focused on me, me you know? And, and sometimes the little ones, you know, like the, the parents will pull it, push the stroller up and the kids won't, won't think I'm real. They'll think yeah. I'm, you know, mommy, what's that fish called? <laughs> I'll start waving. That's an Andy fish. Yeah. They'll start waving and, uh, I start waving at the kids and they'll just be like backing up, like, holy smokes, what is this thing? You know, and I'll they have a off. real mannequin in there, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been that that's that's pretty cool. So that would be sweet though, because it is like you're the exhibit. Because if I if I seen you in there, I'd be like, what's this guy doing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is in there with a couple of scrub brushes, scrubbing away. So, especially if you were uh. Shoving the turtle away from me, I'd be like, that's fucking cool. I want to yeah, do that. Yeah, turtle. He, like I said, I love I love turtles and stuff, but after, you know, after 20 minutes of pushing them around, like, all right, guy, come on, man. I got to get some work yeah, done. It's easy to move them, but it comes right back. Yeah, you know, he, he does. You know, you, you put, him, put him aside, he just does, comes right back. But, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> just flaps a few fins, he's right back, dude. <laughs> that's so, awesome. Yeah, so my son, you know, has grown up in um, – Actually, my three girls have grown up with me around water, and and they're around water. All my kids know how to snorkel, and my oldest and my youngest are hopefully going to be certified to dive here pretty soon, so they'll be coming with me next year, hopefully next summer. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it's it's an expensive hobby, um, but uh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, if you can find some clean water to get into, do would you prefer to be in the ocean or freshwater? Ocean all day long. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I love fresh water. It's prettier in the ocean. Right. Oh, it's, I, I got to pee, though, so and I'll be right back. Yeah. Keep, keep going. going with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, I mean, the ocean, you, you just don't know what you're going to see. There's so much life out there, you know. Even the coral is living. And around here, I mean, it, you're lucky to see a handful of fish sometimes, you know, or a turtle. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. The mud puppies. The mud puppies. Yeah. I mean, those are those are rare to find. I mean, that's, that's I've only ever found them at Wampler's. I've been out diving in, in Lake Erie, but, like, it's so murky. Mm-hmm. And the bottom is, like, if you touch the bottom, like, my metal detector will hit the bottom, and it'll just poof. You know, it'll just no visibility at all. Um, we had a, someone asking, what was the coolest thing you've found so far? Coolest thing i found so far? Um, I mean, the most valuable thing i found, I found a gold necklace this, this summer. Um I mean, 
I don't know what the coolest. I find rings, watches, phones, um, bicycles. I mean, you should see how many bicycles are buried in that mineral quarry. It's crazy. Jumping bikes into the quarry, yeah. Yeah, they, they jump them off, and then I don't think they realize how heavy that they are. <laughs> they yeah. think they're going to float or something, and then once they fill up with water, there's no, you know, I had a hard time. They suck water up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Like, me and my buddy went um, – Early this summer, my buddy Chad and I went down to the quarry just to pull some of the bikes out. So back when COVID hit, like, everybody sold out of bicycles because everybody was pushing their kids outside mm-hmm. to go get some fresh air. And so, like, you couldn't find a bike at Walmart or Meyer. So we thought, well, let's pull some of these bikes out of the quarry, and we'll just give them, you know, my buddy's going to fix them up. He was laid off from work, and he was going to fix them up and just give them to kids that needed bikes. Well, you know, the, a lot of the bikes have been down there for so long, but I was thinking we were going to pull up 40 or 50 bikes because that's, that's how many there are. There, there's that many bicycles down there. We got seven, and I'm out of air, and I'm, like, gassed. I mean, I hooked them up, and I carried them, like, over to the side where he would pull them up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how he even caught them up because, like, I had, a hard, I had a really hard time just maneuvering the bicycles over to the ledge and Chad's over there pulling them up. And I'm like, I don't even know how. So he'd pull them up, he'd unhook them and then he'd throw me the line back and I'd go hook up more. But we ended up, I think seven or eight bicycles and we, we just left them on the side of the road cause they were trash. Yeah. I mean, there, was, there was just garbage, you know? And so, um, but every time I go down there, there's a couple more and they all stack up. There's like a, a mound of bicycle, like a mountain of bicycles because they're all jumping from the same spot. So they just land on top of each other. So there's <laughs> a tree of, yeah, there's like where? a, a quarry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like a couple different spots where there's like 20 or 30 bikes, like all like a little mountain of bikes. Little mi- mountain. <laughs> this is bike mountain, <laughs> bike mountain over, over here. here. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, um, I don't know what the coolest thing I've found. I mean, dead body, dude. That, that's I not mean, a cool thing. That's not cool. I'm I mean, not, it's not cool, but it's a fucking thing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it was. It was cool to, I think. Have you ever been scared of wildlife? Like, have you ever had something freak out? Like, you freaked freaked you the fuck out. So I don't really like snakes. Like, I, I, snakes <laughs> on land are cool. Snakes in the water, I just don't. I don't, I just the way that they're you know swimming towards you and stuff. I don't, I don't really I like think it's that. Weird. Yeah, it's just a weird looking like this thing's like coming towards you. Like, <laughs> You're right though. Yeah. yeah oh shit. <laughs> I, I don't really like snakes in the water. I mean, I've had, I've ran into a few snakes. Don't go to Lake Erie where they uh, dock in uh, Bulls Harbor. Oh, I, I've been out to uh, Kelly's <laughs> Island quite a bit. They're, oh really? Oh man, there's there's tons them of fucking water black there. snakes. Are yeah, a million of yeah, them. Yeah, those are six eight feet long. I mean, yeah, they're, they're like eight foot long. Dude, yeah. one come out and about bit my dog one time i was like dad what the fuck is that dude that's an anaconda in michigan yeah it's pretty it's pretty much i mean they're they're harmless really but they're just uh they're just kind of freaky to see but um they got we got some copperheads not like that though i seen one in my life and i really look for wildlife were you up north or no i seen one in uh bulls harbor actually really by the you know where the cop boat parks yeah he was treading the water, and I'd never seen those markings before. And hmm. Fucking, it was a copperhead. He was just treading the water. First time I ever seen one. So we've seen some fox snakes out, which is, I mean, you don't really see those, and they have rattlers on them. Yeah, yeah. And so my dad's. They're sketchy. Yeah, There's Michigan dad, rattlers, too. Are there? So my dad's seen those, but, um, yeah, we. I don't really know that there's anything that really. Fr- that's the one good thing about diving in freshwater. 
really nothing's going to scare me down there. Salt water, I mean, almost everything's fucking poisonous. You just got to keep your eyes open when you're in salt water, really, because you just don't know. You know, there's bull sharks, and there, there's sharks out there that will bite you. Um, not like the zoo or I don't jellyfish. Know. Jellyfish. Barely Honestly, fucking see them. When I was swimming in the ocean, I was more scared of jellyfish than I was sharks. Yeah, you can't see the jellyfish. Well, not only that, the jellyfish can get through the nets. The sharks yeah. can't. Especially Sting- a box jellyfish. They're they're small enough to do that. Stingrays, you really got to be careful for. <laughs> And this is me in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, <laughs> I was so scared the whole fucking time. Oh. I was like 12, 13. Oh, yeah. I was scared the whole time. I'm not time. an ocean guy. I seen a, Just get me to land. I seen a jellyfish <laughs> washed up on shore, and I was like, never going in the ocean. Yeah. I, I, I'd go in the ocean. Like I, I'd love to move down to Florida, be in the Keys or something like that, and just get off work and get to go jump in the ocean. Like yeah. I mean, There's just so many things in that you'll never see here. And the colors, dude. The fish colors, the 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 reefs colors. I mean, dude, it's crazy it's colors down there. Yeah, it's, it's it's unreal. It's a whole like like the Little Mermaid. It's a whole new world, and that's what it, I like. You know, like when that, you're when you're scuba diving, you don't you don't hear trains, you don't hear traffic, you don't hear horns, you don't hear, hear people, people bitching you know, yelling it, yep. at each other. It's just you and nature, man. You hear the bubbles coming out of your tank. You know, like. Just you just hear that release and that's it. My thing is my favorite thing to do was mushroom hunt because that's when you when you look for mushrooms you find amphibians and you find fucking oh you're gonna whatever find you know yeah. I caught tons of I like the woods deep woods and it's wet <laughs> I like that <laughs> that's about that's my yeah so you're in the same I mean you're kind of in the same environment above ground but yeah, yeah above ground away from people away from the monotonous of like. The, the COVID crap that we're dealing yeah. with, you know, for wait far too long. And, like, the the politics and, yeah. and all that stuff. Like, you know, you, you can't flip through anything without I just said that this, this morning. Man, in a wor- world full of hate and politics. Just follow your fucking dreams, man. You know, it's like, um, I was raised, I think I was raised pretty good. I'm like, raised in a house with two loving parents. And, like, we tried to mimic that with our children and... You know, you're doing a great job. You know, like, thank you. But try to just try to treat people like you want to be treated, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and, um, yeah, so. Well, you. (laughs) Sorry, the video. Just see the dog's head poke in the door. (laughs) (laughs) Who's in there? Uh, That's, I like that because you involve your kids, too. I mean, it's not like. No, it's like yeah, a family, a family of freshwater finds, you know. So Hudson's my my six year old, and uh, so he wants to be freshwater finds junior. So <laughs> we actually have a we we made a video. We haven't put it out yet, but um, so he he he's not able to, to dive yet. But when yeah. when when can you get your diver's license or whatever certification? Yeah. I think I think it's like ten. Oh really? Yeah, that young? Yeah, I think they'll let you when or like. Oh, he's gonna 10. be a pro at ten, oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's he. Uh, we went snorkeling a few times this summer, and and it's funny because like he can't really hold his breath and go down like I can. So so we'll be up snorkeling together. And I'll hold his hand, and he'll have a little vest on just to make sure. So like when I disappear, so he'll say, "Dad, go get that rock for me." So I hold my breath and I go down and pop my ears a couple of times, you know, and go down 14 feet or whatever and grab whatever he wants and. And I bring it back up, and and he's like, I'm gonna do that someday. So 
Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, so you're your yeah. son's you're your son's hero, dude. Well, that's, you know. Yeah, I mean, in a uh, sense, that's really well. Most days, yeah. <laughs> yeah days, well, I grounded him yesterday, so yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> I let my wife really take care of that because I'm not really home a lot between working two jobs and and diving a lot. And well, it takes so, a team. The, the team yeah. effort lets you do that. You know. Fortunately, you know, she's been a stay at home mom since we've been married, and like now I have a. Let's see, Kendall's in eighth grade and Hudson's in first grade, so they're both homeschooled right now. So Kim, my wife, just stays at home. And oh, she's kicking ass! Oh yeah. yeah, she's a teacher now. She is. <laughs> yeah. She went to she went to Eastern to be a teacher. She went to Eastern Michigan to be. Oh, a teacher. did she really? And, so uh, COVID fucking let yeah. her sign. Yeah, so she's in her she's in her element right now. It's just tough with the with the programs that they're having to use because. It's just kind of all last minute stuff. Like, right. oh, we're gonna try this half ass put together. I've been noticing yeah. that when I'm looking at lessons. We're gonna do the Zoom today, yeah. and then then the teacher doesn't show up, or like, yeah. oh, we're gonna go to this thing, and then my wife's like, nobody's there. We're there, yeah. and the schedule says that we're supposed to be here, and so I mean, they're they're still trying to work that out, but I think it's gotten a lot better since day one. They're. I mean, everybody's learning on the Yeah, you kind of got thrown into it. Everybody did. And it it was a shit show at first. But, like, my niece, uh, my niece, I I think it's pretty good because she's, but she's a, she's a little nerd. She's real smart, you know. She really likes school. My my oldest likes it being homeschooled like we are right now because she gets her work done and she's pretty much done for the day. Yeah. And she's got her chores done and work done, and it's like, okay, right. now I can do whatever I want to do for since from noon. And it teaches them to take care Self, of their shit before anything happens. Yeah. You know, you got to get your life put together. Get it before, done. You know, I mean, I understand that some of the parents that don't pay attention to their kids that much or give a shit what they're doing. I mean, that there are those that, that might be know, a drop off, but I mean, right. like, like in your case, Adri, she. Really, <laughs> I wake up in the morning. And my kids are already on their laptops. Yeah, he just said that the other day. He said that, and she was she was doing dishes. Already did her first yeah. meeting, and he just woke up like, oh, oh, okay, all right, yeah. got it. I was like, <laughs> yep, good job, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you kids are good. Yeah, my my. She uh, really wants an episode. She really wants her own show on here. So really? as, as long as you keep your your everything, I don't have to keep telling you to do these things. Yeah, then we can add something to your plate. Because we, we if if we give her a show and, and she don't have to do nothing to do it, then like the kids would see, oh, she's just kids. Oh, yeah. You got to be a scholar kid to be able to do this stuff like this. You got to take care of all your shit and make sure you got all your stuff in a ducks in a row, and then we'll let you do whatever you want. Because we we threw her in my seat and I was sitting right there and she interviewed me <laughs> and we gave her ten minutes, ten minutes clearance. Good, she did real good. Oh, cool. So and it's you know the kids outlook on stuff you know we got uh, uh the girls doing a podcast it's, it's a girl's view you don't want to he- hear me talk for, you Forever, know yeah right <laughs> that's why i try to like uh, on my videos i try not to i didn't grow up doing the selfies and all of the facetiming and i, I that's not me so yeah. i feel super awkward when i whenever i do a video everybody's like well why don't you just kind of like introduce where you're at and like what'd you find and you know so I, I've been trying to get on the computer. See, see what you could do is, like, maybe run this past your daughters. You could actually, like, say, like, right before the thing, like, before you go, can't, you can videotape a, a ending and a beginning. Like, you can do that, edit it in the video, 
you know. Like, so we've done that. Yeah, we've done a little bit of that, and sometimes I forget, or sometimes you know, on a dive, I'll I won't expect to find anything, and then I'll find four watches or something. So then we wouldn't include, you know, and so sometimes I f- forget to do a, a wrap up, and sometimes I do it a, a few weeks later. When we started this in the summertime, like I was diving so much, two and three times a week, that we'd put out a video every Friday. And so we'd have a new video like every Friday. And then it got to be like, all right, it's going to start getting colder out. And we got kind of like a a stockpile of videos. So we've gone to like every two weeks now. Plus she she goes. Now you can can really revamp them and shit. If you really want to add the intros and the outros. The thing is, like, she's at school. She's, she's at oh, Michigan. Yeah. yeah, so she doesn't really have she's a lot of time. She's coming back for the winter. For the yep. winter, yeah. So we're going to really focus on focus on the website. And then, um, like I said, we, we got a huge video of Bonaire to do. Um, and that's probably going to be – I mean, we, we may split it up into a couple different videos, but we have a full week's worth of, like, octopus and stingrays and eels and dolphins and – like, all the stuff that people are really wanting to see, like, cool stuff. I mean, I didn't find, like, anything, but a lot of freshwater finds isn't necessarily just finding, like, material things. It's, like, finding nature. So Yeah, oh, like, yeah. That's that's pretty cool because, like, sometimes a lot of my patients are like, what do you see down there? What's it like, you know? And I'm like, so some of my patients are my biggest fans. Like, they'll, yeah, oh, yeah. They're like, oh, I saw this video, or I can't wait. What, what video are you putting out this week? Or, you know, I can't believe you saw did that or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. It's awesome. Like, and my dad's like, I don't know how you saw that. Like, I don't know how you found that. And I'm like, it was right there. I mean, one of the cooler things is summer. It's glowing. What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> it's, it's the like only thing watch. shiny in this motherfucker, yeah, dude. It's like a watch right there. I mean, one of the coolest things I think this year, it, it had no no value at all, but but it, it just goes to show you. So I've been diving in that mineral quarry for ten years. I mean, ever since I've been able to dive, I've been diving in there, and um, so a lot of times I'll dive there once a week. I dive there a lot, and I found I found a, a it looked like a GoPro it was kind of like a maybe an imitation GoPro. I found it this year, and uh, so the camera was trashed, and I found it in just a weird spot. So it's just kind of like I was down deeper, and as I was coming up, I saw it underneath a rock. Whereas like from above, I wouldn't I would have never saw that, and I never saw it in all the other years that I've been diving. So I found this thing. I went home and I had a memory card. We plugged it in. And sure enough, there's this video, there's these pictures and videos from this girl. So I posted it on my site. Within five minutes, somebody goes, oh, that's her. They tagged her, and like five years ago, she lost this thing. No shit. Yeah, so it, it stopped recording in 2015. The last the last video was from June of 2015. So I was The like, memory card was still good? This memory card is still good. The memory card stays good. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, they're unless it's like salt salt water, salt the yeah, salt water when they ate that shit up. Yeah, right. you're right. But um yeah, so she she came to my house and I mean the camera I gave it I gave everything back to her. I gave her the camera and she's like, This is so cool. Well, the camera was trash. And, Do you, you get know, tipped? Sometimes. Not that one. Um sometimes I do. I've given like watches back and a guy gave me fifty bucks, a girl gave me a fifty dollar gift card. I don't ask for anything. Right. I'm just trying to get this stuff back to these just guys. Just makes but your heart warm. It's cool, you yeah. know, like yeah, giving stuff. And you're back. doing what you love, you know. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of these kids are like, <clears throat> you know, they're teenagers, you know, go out and spend six hundred bucks on an Apple Watch. Like, I don't have one because I ain't spending that kind of money. Right, no fuck no. <laughs> yeah. But these guys did, you know. So that's, I mean, to a lot of them, that's a couple of months' salary for for those kids. So 
Yeah, just giving it back is is pretty cool. Like, you know, once they lose, you know, they'll say, like, oh, my God, I was crying for days, and I thought I'd never see it again. And yeah. so that's cool, though. One girl showed up, and she's like, oh, yeah, I got two of them, you know, and so she had another one on her wrist, so she wasn't, like, she could have lost it and not not missed a beat. <laughs> Give me 50 bucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I've... Um, Let me have this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't... I don't charge to give stuff back to people. If you call me out to get something, like, I'll usually charge 50 bucks. Like, uh, I had a girl ask me. She said, uh, hey, I lost my cell phone in the river. I think it was about here. I said, I, you know, if I find it, it's 50 bucks. So, like, you know, it's not really a lot of money when you think about I'm going home. I'm driving to this place. Like all the time that I have involved, I'm not making any money on this thing. Like right. I'm I'm burning ten bucks in in air and lugging all of my stuff. And actually, I told my daughter Kendall, I'm like, hey, if you come with me, if I find her phone, I'll give you the money. Just like I gotta pay my kids now to, to yeah. get some one on one time with them. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> damn kids. <laughs> yeah. So like, if if you call me and I'm not planning on diving, and if I can try to help you, um, but that's the thing, like there's no guarantees. I mean, I had a girl call me over to the quarry and uh, she said, Hey, I jumped off a boat last night. I lost my watch. It was right around here. I'm like, well, this will be an easy find. You know, I said, ah, 20 bucks, you know, pay me for my time to get over here or whatever. And so I figured I'd pop in, pop right, see the watch done. Well, where she, where she lost her watch, there's a whole bunch of concrete and it's kind of like jaded. It's kind of stacked on, on it. And, the only the only explanation I can find for not finding that watch is that her watch somehow got between those kind con- pieces of concrete. I yep. mean, they're huge. Right. They're they're huge, and so boulders. Yeah. I I mean, I took my light. So the first day I went over there, I popped in. I thought I was gonna find it right there. Nope, wasn't there. Spent about a half hour there. Came in. I, I can't find that thing. So I'll have to come back with my flashlight. So I did. Uh, that next Sunday, I came over there in the morning. Grab my flashlight. I'm looking. Spent another hour over there, hour and a half. I got my time. I didn't make. I, didn't, I was like, eh, I gotta make her pay me. So, um, you know, there's no guarantees. Like, you might find it, you might not. I mean, the currents, undertoes, everything, everything comes in the hand. Like, water's in moving. Rivers, yeah, yeah, in rivers and stuff like that. As far as a quarry, there's that's kind of still nothing. In quarry, yeah, yeah, there's nothing. You know, people are like, oh, you're gonna get sucked in. I'm like. <laughs> there's nothing gonna like you know if, if you maintain your 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 balance in the in, in the water there's, there's nothing pulling me pushing me yeah i mean on top sometimes like if the, the wind, if the wind picks shit, up yeah. or whatever you might see some waves or whatever but really that quarry is there's no water i mean the water's not moving like you you can stand still you if, if you're buoyant if you're maintain neutral buoyancy and you're just floating like you're not going north or south or down or up. You're just hanging out. Have you ever dove in an underground lake? No. <sighs> Caves? No. Never never been in a cave, no. We're going to do an ice dive. Um, me and my dad are going to jump in ice this year if if it gets cold enough to freeze over. It, uh, I'm pretty sure they were talking about it. My, but this week's going to be cold. Next week's going to warm up. And all the duck hunters and the ice fishers are fucking salty about it, you know. <laughs> so that's a plan. That's one of, one of the things that we plan on doing is uh, is doing an ice dive. Um, Dude, that's cool too. The 
It actually, I I think it illuminates more because like it like should. the nature videos I watch when it's under the ice, it seems like the ice is like a fucking giant it's, light. It's brighter, yeah, yeah. It should be a lot brighter, depending on if there's a lot of snow on top. You know, if it's just a sheet of ice, then yeah. But if you get it, you know, a few inches of snow, it probably it a will bit, probably bit. will darken yeah. it a little bit. But um, yeah, just to show people, like, um, so I kind of do it for one to go out and find stuff. Uh, for two for fun too just, yeah. I, I mean it, it, anything i do it's fun and you're like, bonding with your dad bro. yeah you yeah know? we my dad and i have a good time like he's almost 70 years old and still still scuba diving like <laughs> he's moving around better than i can yeah, it's pretty cool <laughs> man i mean it, it's pretty cool like i gotta help him every once in a while get, get his weights in there i try to you know pull his tank yeah. up or whatever but he's self-sufficient like I don't worry about oh, him. Oh, so he went and got his diving license at 50. Yeah, he was he was older. We, we've we had some ear issues that we had to have surgery. We went up to U of M and had skin gra- I got skin grafts put on both my eardrums because I had tubes in my ears so many times when I was a kid. And so um, that's, I mean, that's the main reason I really didn't get into diving earlier is because once I got these skin grafts put on, I asked the ENT and he's like, I'd never, I'll never sign off on you to dive. And I was like, well, that's the whole reason I did this, you know? And he's like, that's the dumbest thing you can do for your ears. And, um, so he, my dad gave me this, this coupons, Aqua Hut. And so I went down to Aqua Hut and talked to Jeff and I was like, what do you think? You know, I'm not sure if I can even do this. And he said, well, there's a, there's a couple of ENTs up in Monroe. He said, they both scuba dive. He's like, go check them out. So I went and saw Dr. Bay. And, you know, he looks in my ears and he's like, eh, they're not the greatest. He said, but it, you know, as long as you go in and you take your time. So you mentioned earlier about popping your ears. So every six to eight feet I go down, I got to equalize. So I just plug my nose and blow and you you, you feel the, the pressure get released. And then you go down another six, eight feet and you, you feel the pressure, you know, you blow. And so I just work my way down slowly and uh, I haven't had any problems. So. Shit, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, believe okay. it or not, I mean, I, you know, it's still, I still no, can my, hear. My brother's wife's got the tubes. The, uh, what, isn't that for, like, drainage? Drainage, or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had so many ear infections when I was a kid. I mean, some kids are prone, you know, just prone to ear infections, and, and I used to get pus and stuff, so, you know, I'd have to go back in. and throw you, Does it throw your equilibrium off? Like, no. I mean, it did not when that you I had remember. the earaches. Eh? Yeah, not that I remember. I mean, I was I was pretty young, six, six, I mean, like six to eleven. I mean, I don't even remember that that far back. But I know I had tubes in four or five times each ear. And the thing with tubes are they go in, and then um, I don't even know how long they last six to six to twelve months or something like that. They're supposed to fall out on their own right. after yeah. you know they get you through. And then when they fall out, your eardrum heals itself, right? Well. I had tubes so many times that my eardrums stopped healing themselves. So then I had to go, like, I had permanent perforations. Yeah, like a, like a gauge, yeah. So like a gauge, yeah, right? So um, so I had skin grafts put on my ears, and um, as long as I, I, I mean, I think they're still there. Like, <laughs> right. I still dive without any problems. Where'd so. they take the skin from, your butt cheek? No, behind <laughs> my, behind my, one was actually, I think he said it was like cigarette paper or something. One was a synthetic, and then he actually used, a little piece of skin from behind one of my ears on the oh, other no one. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, I got in a motorcycle accident, got burnt up pretty bad. They wanted to do fucking skin grafts, and I was like, no. No? Nope. I didn't let them, but we, they thought I was going to get infected, but I let them clean it so many times and went through the pain instead of fucking getting that skin graft. Because then they're taking, because it's the back of my legs and the side of my legs and shit, yeah. they were going to take 
from the exact opposite. The skin. I don't want more wounds, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this shit hurts already. Right. But yeah, I was focused on learning how to walk and learn how to remember my oh. name and shit. So. Yeah, hopefully nothing like that happens while I'm diving. Yeah, hopefully you don't get fucking smacked by another boat, dude. You better. <laughs> well, I know that's you know. Because that really could have fucked you up. That really could have. Oh, if that propeller were to hit me. I'd oh, been, yeah. You would have been, been chum. You would have been a fucking sea turtle. Yeah, I'd have, <laughs> I'd have been chum. But, um, yeah, I got lucky. I mean, I, I and I don't, uh, you know, that was dumb. I, I admit it. You know, I made a quick little video like, hey, guys, I didn't think that was going to happen to Practice safety no yeah. matter what. All right. So, um, so, yeah, I do from now on. I, yeah. I have a couple dive flags. And my, uh, my, my boss, uh, I was a maintenance tech for seven years. And that's what he said. He said, I don't give a shit if it, it works easier if you do it unsafe. Do it safe because one time it's going to fuck up. Oh, it will. Yeah, I and worked in a factory. The one time it fucks up, you're getting written up. Yep. You know, so what? If so you you're get lucky. hurt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get hurt and you lo- you could lose your job over something. Yep. You, know, you lose same. your job, you lose your finger, your life, you know. Yeah, a lot of people do, you know, they they take that risk, so. Got to respect what you're doing, the machinery, everything that's going on. For sure. Because a boat going 60 is going to fucking fold you. Oh, dude. yeah. It'll, yeah, yeah it'll, it'll take you out in your head. He'd be the headless horseman for yeah, Halloween next because, year. <laughs> because when they're tubing, they're trying to get them motherfuckers off it, yep. you know, so they hit you hard. Oh, they were cruising. Yeah, she took a picture, and like I said, it, you could you could see the, the guy was throwing waves, but I don't know why. I I don't understand. Like, I, I was hoping to recover. I've been out on the river a couple of times hoping to find my GoPro. Uh, the weeds are still too thick in there that I can't, you know, so I'm going to wait maybe in March to see if I can go back out when the weeds are gone. Probably won't find my metal detector, but I'll probably, I mean, the GoPro, that, that thing's heavy enough that it should have just kind of stuck there. Yeah. And the current shouldn't be pulling it away. That's cool, though. And, um, it should be there when if, I get there. If you find your metal detector, will it be operable? I think so. I mean, yeah. it's an underwater metal detector yeah. up to 180 feet. Um, I, I mean, I bought a couple more, so I have two. So, um, if I find it, it would be my third one and it would be, it'd just be cool to have. I mean, a couple hundred bucks on Amazon. Um, but I'd really, I don't remember, um, the GoPro. Did I have it on? Was it on standby? Cause I do a lot of times I'll just, I'll just click standby so that my daughter doesn't have to go through an hour and a half of video to make a five minute clip. Mm-hmm. If I see something in the distance, you know, like I see a phone, I'll click it on and I'll swim over to it and I'll grab it. And, that's smart. And I click it off, yeah, you know, to try to save her. Helps the editing process a yeah, lot. Yeah. So, but that's B-roll footage, all that shit leading up to it, you know. I, yeah. It could be just like. Because you, you don't know, you know. So when I got hit by the boat, I don't know if I had it on or not. And I don't. I was kind of hoping just to see. It would be a cool video. Just to see if. <laughs> yeah. We. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I just, I, I still don't understand how I didn't hear that under the water, but I probably never. Almost did. knocked the skin grafts off your ear, dude. Yeah, <laughs> probably, I mean, like, yeah, probably, I just remember coming, and it was just such a ringing in my head, and I was like, what the heck just happened? And Yeah, when that shit happens that fast, you're like, what the fuck, Yeah, I, I, I didn't know, you know, like I said, my, my mask was down here, and fortunately I kept my regulator in my mouth, I mean, it could have knocked me out to the point where I lost my regulator and I would have drowned. I mean, I right, could, it yeah. could have been that easy. Yep. So I don't know what, I don't know what made me come back, or what. I don't know. I don't, I don't really remember too much, but lucky. <laughs> yeah, you're very lucky. Out of Plum Creek, they just pulled a 54 pound catfish out of Plum Creek. That's like 
I grew up on Plum Creek. Yeah, but biologists were scraping to see, like, the microorganisms and everything that's going on in there. They scraped a fucking 54-pound catfish in there. That's what I was going to ask you. What's the cool, like, the biggest freshwater animal you've seen? Like? Oh, yeah, so... I mean, there's some huge catfish in uh, White Star Cory. Um, you should go in the hot hole and see how big them, because them, it was right next to the, it was about a mile, uh, let's say half mile away from the hot hole, how fucking in the water, that that's how big that motherfucker was. Uh, that would be, that would, yeah, that would take the cake. That would be the biggest thing that I've, that I've ever seen in fresh water. Really, there's not, I mean, just don't see, just don't really see a lot of stuff, you know, tur- a few turtles and, um, I haven't really seen anything, any giant fish in there anywhere I've gone. Go in the, go in, you should go in the Asaba River because I, there's brown trout like a motherfucker in there. All right. Yeah. I'm there's, always looking for it, the better, the best places for me are within like an hour to two hour drive from Monroe. Oh like, yeah. It's about four hours up north. Cause yeah. I don't get, but I do get up there. We go, we camp out in Leland all every yeah, year. Yeah, but if you're just up there, like, camping around there, be yeah. like, oh, shit. Because the Asabo, a lot of people, the, you could probably find a lot of shit in there. But it's like, if you go at 5 in the morning, you'll see bears crossing the water. Oh, wow. You'll see deers crossing the water. You'll see bald cool. eagles everywhere, you know. Yeah, that's cool. That's a, that's a good nature. That's yeah, the best like, nature. Stuff you don't see around here. Canoe trip yeah, of all, you I'll know. Bet. We we did one where we camped on it. One we camped on the river. We 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 rode for about five hours, then camped, you know, cooked and shit, yeah. and then woke up in the morning and rode the rest that's of the way. Kinda, that's a little too ballsy for me. With kids, I I wouldn't do that. Yeah, with kids, of bears. We were young. Me and my sister <laughs> were pretty young, but I mean, you have a fire, dude. Nothing fucks with you when you got the fire oh, right? and everything's going on. Yeah, you got your little music playing and shit. They, I don't know too much about bears. I grab just, your bear mace. Yeah, no, they're they're. <laughs> They're more scared of you than you are of it most of the time. And then if if something weird happens, and, and like a cub comes to your campsite, get the fuck out of there. Yeah, leave. <laughs> You're right. gonna get eaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even gonna eat you. It's just gonna kill you because this cub was around you. You know. And like even my dad said when he seen that it was when we were camping on the river. He seen that doe. He seen that doe, and the doe crossed the path, and he didn't know that there was two bambies. The doe crossed his path. He was walking in between. He walked in between him, and that doe bucked up on him. Oh, I bet. And then he seen that, and then he moved away a little bit. But then he he, he was like almost able to touch him, like they were they were like checking him out and like who the fuck yeah, is wh- this? What's this? What's this animal, dude? <laughs> I've had that happen to me. The deer, the deer. We were all fishing in the woods, and a four deer walked up on us. Oh yeah. And then when they realized, it was like, oh shit. They stopped. We stopped. We all stared at each other. I was like, can you believe this is happening? <laughs> they took off. My stepbrother took off after him trying to catch him. Just, he was like that. <laughs> what are you going to do when he, you catch him? He's it? like, get hoofed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't, we, I don't know what he was thinking, but he chased him down for I a mean, while. I mean, dude, that's a story. I mean, <laughs> but it was cool because my stepbrother we, wrestled the even, fucking deer. They didn't, <laughs> you didn't even hear him until I turned around and they were there. From here to that wall away, yeah, they, they were stepped, there. Yeah. And that they saw us right as I saw them type thing. They they walked up on us. They didn't they didn't smell us. That was just odd. You know Michigan has a, a wild boar problem? Mm-hmm. And no, I didn't. You can walk in the woods for twelve hours right now and never find a wild boar, but I guarantee you walked past like 30, 40 of them. Really? For real. 
They know where you're. They're they're so fucking smart, dude. And as soon as, uh, as soon as you, if you let a pig go, in in seven days, it already knows what to do. It already got it thick wild. hair. Yeah, wow. it turns into a boar. That's, that's it's true. the fastest feral animal, and the cat is right next to it. Like fourteen days, ten days to fourteen wow. days, a cat's feral. But a pig, it immediately, even like it doesn't days matter what after, pig. Yeah, you can get just your typical farm pig, hot and belly, fucking then, regular pig. It can be any pig, and they're, like their hair will go from you know, like a, you know how it's a little yeah. bit coarse. It'll get thick, real thick, and real, real bushy, and then they'll be fucking fine. That's crazy. And, but but people hate them around here because they eat all the fungus. All the morale mushrooms are getting fucking destroyed. Oh, from People's the uh, farm plots, they're planting seeds, and a motherfucker's just digging its nose in the whole line of seeds <laughs> and shit like that. So it's a big problem. And, and I was like, Dad, dude, I haven't seen a boar my entire life, and I'm in the woods all fucking day, all the time. As soon as I go up north, that's all I am. I'm looking in the woods, seeing if I can find something cool. Yeah. You know, like, so <laughs> get they, attacked by a bobcat or something. Come are on. they nocturnal, or why don't you see them? They know where you're at. They um, a pig is the smartest animal on the farm, hmm. but it's like one of the smartest animal. It, it's a survivor. So like back in the day, uh, travelers or, or like like when they're coming to travel to new lands, they would drop pigs off on islands, and those pigs like it could just be a little island with a couple vegetation, you know, a little bit of shit, and they come back and it's a guaranteed food every time. Pigs is a guaranteed. That's why everybody has pork in their fucking, everybody eats pork because a pig can live anywhere, can do whatever it wants to do. Like, that's what they would Hmm. do. Like, say, uh, like, we're voyaging to go find the United States. We're from Europe. We found this fucking island, and it has some shit growing on it. I'm going to throw seven of my pigs on here, and we come back, they're all going to, they're all going to be fucking there's 20, be 20 deep. Food. Yeah, there's yeah. So that's what they do. They keep it. Oh. They keep food plots and kind of sort of like if you see this island, you're going the right way, you know, but if you see this island, there's fucking food. So that's what they do because they that's what they brought on those ships was pigs and people. That's it. There's a lot of pigs in there, and, and they would just let them go. And it's the they, pigs just survive. They, they survive oh. to whatever. It's pretty cool. They also are the closest thing to humans on the inside. Skin, their skin is actually uh, what people like to, like tattoo artists, they'll do pig skin. Oh, really? That's the closest their to organs fucking. are in the same yep. positions. You can take wow. pig heart and put it into human pieces. In the, uh, it's I, been I, done. Uh, an actual pig heart? Yep. That's dope. But yeah, it's the same size. I know that. You might have to play with the valves a little bit maybe dude they're growing human ears on rats now so well you know what (laughs) a little too much (laughs) well (laughs) we're getting mutated now yeah well hopefully i don't see fish down there did your grandma lose an ear well we've got your solution (laughs) homemade did you get your ear blown off in vietnam (laughs) <laughs> come on down it. come on down to ears r us yeah, we, <laughs> we got your back yeah. all shapes and colors <laughs> do, do you have a skin graph in your ear we got you <laughs> <laughs> you wanted a brand new fucking ear that yeah it's it's weird how fucking animals adapt and stuff like that 
and the animal that we think is just some stupid ass animal pig, you know, you, you smart. A pig is you'll strange. never see it in the fucking wild. Crazy. You'll never. The only time they catch them is when boars, when there's a big herd of boars and they're all eating in a field. And then they ride up next to him, and some motherfuckers jump out of there well, and try to hog tie him. I was listening to shit. Joe Rogan a couple months ago, and he had some guy on there that does that. He's getting them from the helicopters. Oh, well, he's just got an AR. Shooting bop, 50, bop, bop. 50 yep. to 100 of them. Uh, you can kill as season. many of those as you want because they will fuck they only They only eat the, the, not the old ones. They eat the younger ones that are big. But you can kill the them all. The ones are too nuisance. tough. Really? Yep. yep. I think that was in Texas. He was trying to get Joe to come on. And do it with <laughs> Yeah, but they just sit. They got practice. it mounted. They got it mounted, and they just sit there in the helicopter and Pop just fucking off. lay them out. Because you can kill as many of them as you want. Yeah. I mean, dude, think about that. Fucking but five that's hogs, how many that's they are. dinner. There are, they, they kill 50 of them in, in, a, in just a no setting. Yeah, like oh, yeah. it's no big deal. But, like, that's good for nature because they just fuck up everything. And then oh, just like the Everglades and the, and the pythons on there. Oh, they're fucking everything up. Yeah. yeah. And they're huge now. Yeah, they're huge. What's ha- what, what goes on with the invasive species is they're eating, okay, like, for instance, th- this is my best uh, uh, similarity. It's uh, in Yellowstone National Park. The people were getting scared of the gray wolves, really scared, didn't want to, people were, were hesitating to go out there, so they took the gray wolves out. They went in there, found the gray wolves, relocated them, and all of a sudden, the coyotes were the top dog, like the the, the scariest dog. The wolves would pack hunt elk or deer or something, and they would eat that, you know. The coyotes are eating fucking anything. They're eating Rabbits, mice, they're eating. That's what they're so eating. Yeah. 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 So they're eating everything just else. everything else. And the vegetation is overgrowing in some of the rare, rare of like uh, vegetation that's coming in. It's fucking everything up. Everything's leaving. So there's like no wildlife. It's getting all fucked up. There's no no bunnies, no more. To the deer populations are skyrocketing. Yep. And the small prey are... And they reintroduced the wolves because that was the missing piece. That's what made the fucking Yellowstone National They're Park the ones that shit the bed. Kept they the reintroduced. In check. Yep. They put the fucking gray wolves in there. There ain't no coyote in sight. Because hmm. a wolf will fucking don't even give a shit about a, a rabbit. Yeah. And if it does, it's a hurt rabbit that it can just eat real quick. And the wolf right. is starved. Yeah. But they're pack hunters. The, them coyotes are just fucking toxic. They're just nasty. They're just they kill whatever. So and and, and it bringing back all the the nice flowers and the it's getting nice to drive through Yellowstone National Park and go camp there. Yeah, never been out there. <laughs> but yeah, that's that that's kind of like you know, and then the invasive species like somebody don't like to don't like their fucking boa constrictor because it's twenty feet. No, they just let it go. <laughs> it's seventy here. Yeah, oh, you can fucking just throw them in here. Yeah, and then they eat. What? Alligators, yeah. <laughs> and they eat what everything else, like everything already. There's a pecking order for everything, and then they they fuck up that pecking order, and then everything gets ruined. It's like a butterfly effect. It yeah. just it's a big correlation. Freshwater too is the same way. So stuff like that. They got a lot of lot of shads, a lot of the Asian carbs, zebra mussels, something zebra mussels and shit like that. 
I remember when I was a kid when the zebra mussels started to become a problem. Yeah, what happened is they just put a boat with the zebra mussels already on it. And they well, I mean, they used the lakes never used to have them. Now they're in every single fucking lake yep. in Michigan. Oh, yeah. It's an invasive species. <laughs> them weird... Uh, and weird fucking habitat people that can strive in any habitat that's that's what kills off populations and shit you got something to say what happened to the fucking camera it keeps going in and out are you do you got it on continuous or yeah so basically when we get that cord it'll stop that fucking issue that's just started i hope so because it's annoying i hate hearing that beep I know. <laughs> I hate it too. We're still new. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a thing with like with like diving and videoing. This is all new for me for five months right. now. So like, I've had a couple different masks, and the mask had a mount, and then sometimes I don't have the camera angle just right, and I don't right. know that when I'm diving because I I don't see it's on my. You're head. seeing something, but it's looking but this maybe way. It's looking, yeah. Yep. So I'm still trying to dial that in and. So it's a once learning. you find it though you find it you know we we, we just kind of set this shit up and then went with the flow and now we're learning more and more as yeah. we're as we're going people learning. that we're well, that we're new talking issues to pop up like this the camera issue we haven't had an issue with the camera until last episode and now it doesn't want us keep it keeps dropping connection so that's once we once we get that cord it. It it'll be plugged right in run the off computer, the computer yeah. instead of my phone. Yeah, it's we coming. We have that issue. How fast is that coming in the mail? Should be two days. Should I be got here a, tomorrow. I got a pizza spatula. <laughs> <laughs> I got a four-foot pizza spatula for the cooking contest. Yeah. I'm going to come in. That's going to be my uh, hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah. It's going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but I'm, we're not making pizza. We're, we're France. <laughs> yeah, we got France. I'm excited, I'm dude. excited for France. French food we have to cook. Mm. So we could do this contest. The uh, the other two teams got Thai food and Japanese food, and Ooh, we yeah. got French food. No, I'd rather have French. Yeah. No, I think Ryan's team got Germany. Oh, d- they got Japanese. Oh, really? Japan, yeah. That's not bad. It's Japan. Japanese food isn't easy to cook. No, I wouldn't think so. Neither is Thai food. I know. That's why it I'm better excited. better be hot <laughs> as fuck. I'm excited to have France. As soon as I pulled the, I pulled it and I saw F, I was like, yes. <laughs> dude, as soon as you said France, Randy was like, dude, all we got to do is stuff some meat and put some sauce on it. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll do whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> Hope we win this time. We got tag team belts and everything. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but we're the only ones that were, you know, everybody else is a better cooker than us, every, every other team, but we're. You know, we're just going to be the Our team is good. It's just we. We're good cooks. Don't let it. F- if but, the team captains faced we off, we would be in last place. We, yeah, we aren't <laughs> the best cooks on our team. We that we select our team we're to good, be better than we are. We're yeah, a good absolutely. draft class, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah, we draft well. <laughs> so uh, you got, let's uh, plug plug your stuff in one more time, your YouTube and stuff, and then we'll get okay. out of here. Yeah, so Freshwater Finds, YouTube. um our our site www.freshwaterfinds.com um instagram freshwater finds so pretty much anything is freshwater finds you can find me anywhere um and then just like brain jerk yeah <laughs> like my contact that. info is like on uh, my freshwater finds facebook page so if uh if you lose something um if you have a good spot where you know you're passing by a body of water and you're like 
man, that water's clean. I'll bet Andy would like to dive there. As long as I can get there, I don't have a boat yet. I'm trying to talk to wife into maybe maybe uh, exploring either that or a jet ski or something to where I can. Come on, wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of pluses and, and a lot of minuses to owning a boat, and yeah. I got to make sure that the pluses outweigh the minuses. But um, They won't. It probably Boats won't. Boats always ever. cost you money. Yeah. They, they, You're going to get bitched at either way, dude. But there's a lot of places <laughs> I can't go because I don't have a boat, you know, or I have to rely on somebody. But, um, you know, if I can get in off a beach somewhere, if you got a, a, a huge pond in your backyard and you're just like, hey, I lost something back there, would you come in? Like, chances are I'll probably come out just to take a look at it. And, you know, so, yeah, if you want to, anybody wants to find me on freshwaterfinds.com, like, wherever I see Facebook. a good, a nice little place that you can dive i'm just gonna throw a whole bunch of shit in there <laughs> see, like, andy. Fake, like fake stuff hey andy I, I hid 10 things in there let's yeah. see how many you can find <laughs> scavenger hunt well, I, I went in your house and got all your stuff <laughs> and it's in the water i so i found i found a, a necklace this summer at the quarry uh i think it was the quarry that i found this thing i thought it was fake like i, I thought it was like gold overlay or something it just didn't look right I took it to Carol Oaks, a local jeweler up in Monroe anyway. And um, I just said, look, I, I I think this is probably costume jewelry, but I just wanted to get it checked out. He comes back, you know, he takes it in the back and he comes back and he's like, you mind if I scratch it? And I'm like, I was just going to throw it in the garbage anyway. So he, he does a little scratch test or whatever. He comes back. He's like, I think you're going to be surprised. He's like, um, I can give you, and he takes all this calculator. I can give you 410 bucks for this thing. It was 18 karat gold and it was a weird he said it was from a different country. So you don't see a lot of these around, but they're from, I forget where he said. But um, I was like, heck yeah, 410 He'll bucks. give you 410. You probably could have got double that somewhere else. Probably. Well, you yeah. should have thought about your wife, and you could have been getting a boat, dude. You, know? you gave, her a nice, <laughs> gave her a nice necklace. She'd have been like, you know what? You can get no, that boat. She, I, I put it on. I said, maybe I'll just keep it. And she just laughed me out of the house. She's like, no, 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 no. It was, it was just a little, it was weird. It was kind of weird, but anyway, I mean, looked like costume jewelry. Yeah, it did. You know, I thought I thought for sure the guy was gonna laugh me out of the jewelry store. You know, he's like, "Oh, this is crap." You know, but he, he came thanks back for the stainless like, steel, bro. I said, I'll <laughs> take it. I'll, it was like sold for yeah. four hundred ten bucks. But um, I try, like I said, I try to find the owners of stuff that I, you know, that I come across. And so if you're missing a necklace, he sold it. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's at the jewelry store. Sorry, Carol Lowe's, You can pick it up for probably like seven hundred now. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe if you let them know that you know me, maybe they'll cut you a discount or something. But um. probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but Let's probably be real, not. dude. <laughs> it's a dog eat dog world out here. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. So that's me. I mean. Then, Hopefully uh, this will continue and maybe get a little bit bigger. I don't know. Maybe we can have you back on when you find something cool. Yeah, when I find some cool stuff for sure, yeah. I I'll found the Loch Ness Monster, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to try to get down to the Keys maybe this, this winter. Uh, my brothers and I are talking because like, it looks like maybe getting out of the country to go diving is probably not going to happen this year, at least until COVID kind of bites uh, the yeah. dust. So. Uh, I don't want to go anywhere where I might not be able to get back into the country because I, I do have a full-time job that uh, they rely on me to be there. You might have to two-week so. uh, quarantine. <laughs> yeah. but, They'll keep um, you in the airport for two weeks, the airport hotels. They might, yeah, they, they might make me. I think work would probably be like, oh, you're fine, you know, as long as you're not running a fever. And coming right, but. No in the medical <laughs> field. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. It's high. The, <laughs> the medical workers don't have that fallback of oh you oh well yeah that's yeah. all that's what they say oh yeah. well 
Yeah, I, I, it is. I mean, it you is know. what it is. You signed up for this. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I haven't missed a day of work since you know I've, I've been going to to work every every day, and even more so. I mean, I was working sixty, seventy hours a week in the summertime over COVID. So, um, you know, we had some issues, and we were short staffed sometimes. Got that money like, though. Got money. Yep. So <laughs> to the point now where I don't really need to work all the extra hours, and like now that I I teach at Monroe County Community College too, so. Uh, that wraps up a couple of days of my week. And so I work my full-time job three days and then I pick up at the college a couple of days a week. So, um, yeah, I don't uh, work as like, uh, I, busy got enough, man. I got enough work, like, and I just want to have fun. And so like getting onto the zoo, hopefully pretty soon here and getting back in the water. Hopefully this blows up so you can just be a diver, dude. That'd be sweet. Is that the goal or do you like no, doing what you're doing? I mean, I never, yeah, I never, I never, uh, I mean, I put a lot of a lot of time and a lot of money into nursing school. Um, so you might as well ride that yeah, out. So you know? I'm gonna. I, I love my job. I, I love working with people. Um, I love to just be able to tell them, like you know, when they're like, "I'm scared of water." I'm like, "You live in the Great Lakes state. Mm-hmm. You live yeah. like you're surrounded by water. Yeah. How do you not know how to swim? That that to me is appalling. Like, I'm like, that blows you? my mind when adults like, what? Yeah, are you I kidding? Your mom ain't throwing you in the water. I could, I could <laughs> swim before I could walk. You know, I'm sure of that. So it's like I I get completely lost when people are saying, "I'm scared of the water." Like, how are you scared? You're surrounded by water. That should be the first thing. Like. Before you get a driver's license. Put some license. damn floaties on your arms and yeah. jump in. Oh, well, they're scared. Cool. Like Come on, Karen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't like not being able to see the bottom. Yeah, but here, there's nothing. You know, so I, I try to show them that. Like, in my video, I go all the way down to the bottom. Sometimes it's 80 feet. Sometimes it's 100 feet. Sometimes it's 30 feet. But I go down there, and I show you, like, nothing down here is going to hurt you. Up here. Maybe down in Florida, something yeah, right. might hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you go into Tennessee and these see one of those six-foot blue cats. You know, you might, you know. Yeah, maybe. holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> All these fish are trying to do is clean your toes. Yep. yep. Nothing's going to hurt Get you. Get the so. dead skin off you. That's all they want. Even the garb pike that are scary looking, yeah. they're, they're trying to stay away. They couldn't. You could break a gar pike by accident, dude. I actually just picked up a couple in the in the River Raisin. I was in there maybe a month ago, and uh, I swam up on them, and he didn't move. Wasn't very big, maybe like yay big, but um, yeah, I swam up. He didn't budge, so I reached down and grabbed a hold of him. Just picked him up. That was pretty they're cool. They're slimy little fuckers. Yeah, I hate them, dude. There's a rare I, I think fish. They're just cool they looking, are. you know, like they're just almost alligator. Like their face looks kind of like an alligator. Wait till you go to the keys. There's alligator gars. Yeah, they're I've fucking seen, massive. Yeah, they're humongous. Dude. Yeah. yeah, I've seen pictures of dude, those. Dude, you're gonna be able to swim with manatees. Oh yeah. Oh, cows, dude, you motherfucker, yeah. dude. Cows of the sea. <laughs> I think they're just you, know what? you know what? Fuck this podcast. I want to be a fucking diver. <laughs> do it, man. Do it. You're right down the road from Aquahut, man. Jeff, Jeff and Ian Davis are, are uh, great dudes. They'll hook you up. That's cool. They, they, so it's just like a little, couple little pools in there. They just they got one. To... They got one big pool. So right now, how it how it goes is like if you want to sign up to scuba dive. Like, um, I'm SSI certified. So if you just go to like SSI or Patty or any of those places, you can do all the schoolwork at home and then you can go to Aqua Hut and just say, Jeff, uh, I I did the online stuff. Um, so it's like getting a driver's license. You got to do your written test and then you do your driving test. I got my boater's license in high school through the high school. They had a test through gym ninth grade. I got my boater's license. That's awesome. I ain't got no fucking boating license, but I can water. I just a boat, think it's dude. weird. Like 
the high school gave you the boat boater's license. Well, yeah, you, dude. Uh, you didn't set foot on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, was, it was a little scary out there when you go out there because like these people, anybody can get on a boat and drive it. Yep. You know, like maybe they shouldn't, but you know. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, anybody that wants to scuba dive or um. You know, my buddy Rich owns uh, Divers Inc. up in Ann Arbor, so that's another great place you can you can get certified. And um, a lot of times, people will do the online stuff, and then they'll go like if they're going on a trip. I know my brother's going to Hawaii next week. You can actually go and do your dives through like a uh, SSI location or a PADI location. Oh, really? And you can you can do your checkoff dives, and you can actually get certified. You can do all your book work here ahead of time. And then go there and get your you can get your card you can get certified just by doing a while couple you're of on vacation having the time of your life yeah. that's cool so, aloha motherfucker yeah. <laughs> I know I, I've never dove in Hawaii my dad dove in Hawaii he said it wasn't it wasn't all that great he'd rather be in the Bahamas he said you see more stuff down there oh yeah but um I don't know maybe one day I'll get lucky enough to go but for now I'm stuck to the mineral quarries and yeah. you know the little little Corys of the world around here. I mean, Corys are pretty stuck finding iPhones. Yeah. iPhones and Apple watches. (laughs) (laughs) I was happy to see like when, when uh, Devin had mentioned you and I was like, Oh, we have one of those guys around here. Cause my kids will watch videos like that. I've watched videos like that. We'll just oh, sit I'll there. sit up yeah. for hours for watching hours videos watching like that. Guys. I yes. can't. I can't remember what the dudes. I like the fossil watch, guy in yeah. Florida. Fossil guy does in the Florida. same thing you do. Yeah, same exact thing. He'll, he'll find watches and he'll uh, on on his TikTok. He'll throw them up there and get everybody who who can find this person. Oh, you know. yeah, I don't do TikTok. I, like I said, I'm not. Yeah. I barely just started Instagram, so I don't even like that whole world of of. That's, that's the, where the world is now. That's the younger generation to where I wasn't. So I'm kind of easing into that stuff but i i do have an instagram and facebook don't worry dude i'm just the personality he's the yeah the, 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 the tech I, expert i run everything <laughs> yeah so i need i need my daughter to do that but she's got so much you know she's in school and stuff so i i try to keep up with what i can and i talk to my brother and he's like dude you got to get your web page up once you once you build your web page you can start linking and you can start rating and so when somebody searches for something on Google, they'll pull your page up. They'll see your videos, and that's how you keep people interested. Versus like having just a YouTube channel, where right, anytime right. YouTube can come and say, "Done." Yep. You know, we're not doing this no more. Yep. So just kind of protect your investment because it, it is to me like I pay my daughter. I got a lot of money that goes out and not really any return on my money, right. except fun. Like I have fun every time I get in the water. I just don't know what, you know, like I, if I think I'm going to find a bunch of stuff, I never do. If I go in someplace and I don't think I'm going to find anything, you find I, I find all sweet. sorts of yeah. stuff. Or if I was just there a week ago and I think uh, I probably tapped it out and then I find four watches, I'm like, you just don't know, you know, it's, it's yeah. kind of like a treasure hunt when you, you know, when I'm down yeah, there. Yeah, you're, you're literally fucking, uh, what is that, like a, yeah, a treasure hunt. It yeah, is, like, yeah. you just don't know, you know, like. So that's what I like about it. My dad likes, he'll, he'll disappear off and he'll be looking for fish or something. I'm like, man, I've seen so many (laughs) white bass. Like I don't need to see any more white bass. Did you see that white bass? (laughs) He's white as hell. (laughs) Yesterday, my dad and I, we went up to pick up a freezer, like, uh, up in like Northville or something. He was pointing out the dead deer. (laughs) Oh, there's a dead deer. Oh, there's another dead deer. I'm like, dad. What do you, what, what, <laughs> what, dude? That's, a, that's just his thing, you know, like, oh, there's another deer. I'm like, yeah, that's dead. That's, that's a halfway 
You know, <laughs> I'm that guy too, though. I love animals. If I see deer in a field, I, hey, 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 like we were in California, we were seeing a whole bunch of cactus. Look at that cactus right there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those mountains. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Your, uh, your logo is the third picture when you Google freshwater finds. So that's pretty good. So my brother, Michael, he, he knows how to do all that SEO stuff. And so he, he's going to help me get get the page up and going and like we've kind of been doing everything like you guys on the fly like mm-hmm. just started doing it i was like hey let's just make a couple of videos or whatever so um see where this goes first facebook that comes up is you yeah cool he might already done something for me that i don't even know about like oh yeah yeah he knows how to do he knows how to get you ranked and all that stuff i'm so. looking forward to your daughter getting off of uh school and yeah i think building the, it up i think i mean i have an idea my brother threw me some some sites that uh he's built and that his friends have built kind of like side hustles like who can who can do this the best um the one that the friendly one that, competition yeah the one that he told me about this guy gets um so he's a runner out in colorado and it's um what is it ruinyourknees.com and he, he just so, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so he, this is a side hustle, right? So he um he came up with this site and uh, I think he builds websites anyways, but he just kind of doing something else. My brother said he's got so many pair of shoes because like people send him shoes to try and so he'll he'll rate these shoes like I you know give you a 3 out of 5 or whatever. And he he's got like nine hundred pair of shoes, like that he's wore once. We know a guy like that. <laughs> yeah, so then he donates he donates them to you know to to places. But um, our guy ain't that nice. No, our, <laughs> our guy has to buy all his shoes. Oh, yeah. No, I would. Um, so maybe eventually, like that would be kind of cool. Like if Aqua Hut or Aqua Lung started sending me stuff and say, hey, you know, what do you think about this mask? Or hey, what do you think about these fins? Or hey, what about this wetsuit? Or hey, better yet, yeah. a dry suit. Because up here, you know, <laughs> we know you're cold as shit, bro. <laughs> cold, cold, cold diving up here. So a dry suit uh, would definitely make make life more enjoyable to dive, but it also is a little more involved, right? So you got to put on an extra layer, and then you got to hook it up to your, you know, your hub. So you got a lot. There's pluses and minuses with everything. The best thing is, like, if it's 80 degrees and you can throw a 3 mil on and hop in the water and life is good. As it gets colder, there's more things you got to do to stay comfortable, so. You don't want to go down there and freeze, bro. No, I know. <laughs> so what is that, this episode 21? Are we wrapping it up? How long have we went? Uh, we're five, we're about six minutes shy of two hours. Holy oh, smokes. really? I've been here that long? Yes, sir. No fucking shit. Wow. Bro. I didn't even have breakfast or anything. <laughs> 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 well, uh, that's episode 21 awesome. of Pillar Talk. Uh, th- this was a good one. I like this Yeah, one. thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. That's cool. Find him at Freshwater Finds. Uh, anywhere to go. Uh, I love every single one of you. Have a wonderful day. Peace out.